Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Sustained effort and violence. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Cool. Neat story. I want to shake his hand. 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 Family. Let's get to pumping. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios on a Players' Lounge Monday. We will recap another ECU baseball series win over the weekend as East Carolina took two of three from Wichita State. Coming up later on in today's show, you will hear from C.J. Mayhew, also, Ryder Giles, Bryson Worrell, and Zach Agnos as they join us inside the Delcor Players Lounge. So we'll talk a lot of baseball on today's show, a lot of football talk as well right here on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. And if you're watching now, you see myself. Troy D and ECU quarterback Holt Naylor's to kick off today's program. Troy Holt, good to see y'all. Good to see you, Clip. And uh, Holt, welcome back. Uh, got to be more of a spectator this weekend, yeah, like a lot of the see. fans. Uh, Mason and Garcia getting most of the snaps, as we talked about going into. Yep. Coach Houston said, uh, first of all, your assessment of him as the uh, currently the backup at East Carolina. I thought he did really well. I um, mean, it was cool to see him, you know, play in front of fans and in front of live. Because I mean, you, you can go out there and practice all you want to, but until you you know get out there in Dowdy with fans out there and play i mean it's totally different so it was good to see him go out there i mean i thought he did really well how has he grown holding i mean you yourself came in you, you played early on you've gotten to see mason grow now as a person and as a football player so how is he different now than he was when he first got here he's just every snap he gets more comfortable i mean i think that's the main thing is anytime you get experience out there i mean that that's huge especially at the quarterback position it's so different than other positions because i mean you face so many different defenses, so many different fronts and stuff like that, but he's just continue to grow, continue to get better. I mean, any chance he can go out there and get live snaps, I mean, it's huge for him. How about as far as knowing the playbook, getting in the uh, the film room, things like that? You are a junkie when it comes to that yeah, stuff. Sure. Does that rub off on the other QBs? I try I try to. Um, you know, I try to show them, you know, the right way to do it because, I mean, when I first got here, I kind of had to teach myself that. Um, you know, coaches did a good job of, of kind of teaching me that and learning it on the – on the go a little bit, you know. I mean, since I was starting as a as a freshman, so I'm just teaching those guys as much as I can while I'm still here, and kind of just rubbing off on them, like you said. With spring ball wrapping up, Holton, how does it work now, schedule wise? NCAA is always changing rules yeah. around and stuff. How much can you guys uh, officially practice? You can always do stuff on your own, and you yep. can go get guys and practice on your own. What can you do officially? I guess with the coaches, and then uh, is it pretty much just headed to summer workouts at this point? Yeah, so we we still got meetings right now. You know, to be honest with you, like you said, the NCAA changes rules so much that you know even I. I don't know him um, until we get into it, but you know these next two weeks until final exams, we'll just we'll lift with Big John. Um, we'll have a few few into spring meetings with the coaches. Um, you know, are are going into summer meeting with Coach Houston, and then you know get ready to roll for summer and, and get into those summer workouts. By the way, Blake Harrell was on with Brian Bailey. The game ended in a tie. Yeah, and I don't know if you're still trying to figure out if the defense won on the last play or not. But according to Blake Harrell. He'll find out. You guys will find out tonight at the dinner, right? I mean, do you know if you tied, if you I, won? I thought we tied. Um, I know that when we got in the locker room, the 
our equipment guy Steve came up to me and he was like Rajay had a run because I think it was like for a 15 yard run you get one point and he said Rajay had a run in between 14 and 16 yards but the person on the field didn't know how many yards it was so I don't know if they're still counting that too and then I heard the, the last play or something might go to the defense but I don't know. I better be eating steak tonight. I'm, I'm saying, sure. like, a lot of going, controversy. Clip. Yeah. Are you going into this thinking beanie weenies or steak or, you know? I'm thinking steak. I'm all right. Gonna, I, think, I think the whole team had a good spring. So, in and a tie is not the you worst know, thing. I, I got to tell you, did. if I'm Coach Houston, I'm giving everybody steak. Yeah. Why not? I, I'd you hope know? so. We'll see who he likes better. No, you got to keep him hungry. Beanie. What are you talking about? Beanie <laughs> I think I, it's a tie. They all did well. You know? Boy, I, new Troy D is soft. I'm giving it. Everybody, you get a steak. You get a steak. You want to give rings? You want steak? Wow. Wow, you've really changed. Sp- I know. I have really softened my old yeah, age. Uh, speaking of rings, uh, we got a great video of you on our social media. If people missed it, uh, of, of getting your ring. I guess yeah. this was kind of a surprise to you guys. They, uh, well, I guess, I don't know. Was it a surprise? Because they had to get ring sizes and stuff. Yeah, no. So we, we knew we were um, getting them. We, and I'm part of the leadership council who kind of designed them. Um, so we knew a little bit more than the team did. But, you know, some of the guys on the team didn't know we were getting it then. And then. My dad kept saying, I guess they told me, kept saying we had some special announcement after the game or that. So we're like, I guess we're getting the rings then. So it was pretty cool, though. Um, yeah, they looked nice. Moment. Yeah, they were. Um, I need to get a couple more this year. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's been a long time coming. So. Yeah. And I think it's great for what y'all been to. It's great for guys like, you know, Bruce and Aaron that didn't experience that yeah. bowl game, that final game. And now you guys, like you said, still have a chance to – add on to the collection but for those guys that were here all those years got to a bowl game didn't get to participate in it that's huge for them yep i mean we just had some guys like you said that were here for you know five or six years that didn't get to go didn't get to play a bowl game so um and it was, it was cool to see that you know sean bay is one of those guys that that really deserved it as well so um just yeah. cool to see those guys get one and guys i thought it was a nice touch too by the boston college coaches that at the end of their spring game they hand everyone out all the players white flags <laughs> really a, a nice that's touch what you were setting up a moment ago first. So that's a surrender that's joke for those of you that weren't following it. They quit. They didn't well, show up. They, they decided not to play the game. White flag. Get it? Yeah. Thank you. Good stuff. Have to explain for those of you that are newer viewers that didn't know what happened. We got it. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Just, just Is it me, on me to ask just, a question now? Just give me the how, W. How do I follow that? I mean, that, that's fantastic. I know. Thank you. I heard on uh, Jim Rome today, Luke Fickle was on Holton, and I don't know if this is something new maybe coaches are going to go to they cincinnati still has two practices after their spring game i guess he wants to correct mistakes from the spring game so i don't know it sounded kind of foreign to me but any thoughts on that like uh, the spring game is such a finality point though yeah. right like it was kind of odd when i heard that yeah i mean i like you said i guess it's for corrections or something like that i know that like sometimes in the spring like we missed a thursday practice um and people were like are we going to make it up after the spring game or something like that? But we ended up making it up on a Friday. So I yeah. guess if you miss something, you can make it up after. But yeah, spring game is usually you know, kind of the finale of the spring. So uh. Yeah, it offers kind of closure to yeah. that. It, I mean, you get a certain amount of days, however you want to use them. Right. It's, you it's up to you. I guess you could have you your want. spring game of the first yeah. practice if you want. But uh, it does. It would be kind of weird, I think, to yeah, then weird. go back to practice after spring ball's over. Could you anoint an uh, MVP on the offensive side? Uh Rookie of the year. Can you give out some awards, Holton? Who stood out to you, man? I mean, I think Josh Murphy probably had the best spring um, out of anyone at receiver. I mean, I thought he did a really good job. He had a really good spring game, too. He came in. I mean, he was, you know, going with the twos and threes going into it. He ended up going with the ones, um, you know, towards the end of spring. And he's a guy, he's a lot like, you know, Blake. And just he reminds me a lot of him. I tell him that all the time is, I mean, he's a, he's a really good route runner, has really good hands, and just, you know, 
anything you need, and he's always there working extra hard. So I think Josh Murphy was probably the guy that stood out a lot. You got some new receivers coming in that weren't a part yeah. of this spring. How much will you go out on your own this summer to get acclimated with them and to kind of start running routes with those guys? Oh, a ton. I mean, that, that's kind of what the summer's for. Even even in the spring, um, you know, before spring practice starts, is going out there on your own, um, seeing who really wants it. You know, seeing the guys who who volunteer their time to to get better. Um, to develop chemistry and stuff like that. But you know, the guys coming in are super hard workers, guys that fit into this this program really well. So I'm excited about that. Next on the dock at NC State, Troy D. It's going to be a uh, quite a scene at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. I know they had their spring game, Devin Leary. How, how much do you follow what, what goes on with Devin Leary with NC State holding his uh, from afar? Not at all. Um, <laughs> I know Coach Ruff's there, but other than that, you know, I'm, I mean, I know the guys that went there because I got recruited with them. And like I said, I was close. Um, to go in there, but you know I don't follow. I didn't even know the spring game was Saturday. To be honest with you, and it's you know it, we keep saying it's the first game of next season. Next season is now this season, yeah. And yep. this season now is just a little over four months away. Yep. I mean, really, away. when you start thinking about it like that, <clears throat> it's creeping up fast. Yeah, I, I can't wait. You know, the only thing you know is between us and states the summer. I um, just got to continue to get better and develop and develop chemistry with some of those receivers and, and continue to get better and then they'll be here. Yeah, and we don't want to totally rush the summer away. Let's yeah, enjoy the yeah. summer too, folks. And then we can totally take in know. pirate football. I'll gladly rush the summer conditioning away on my part. <laughs> Do you? So you got goals for everything. Team goals, individual goals. Do you have any weight room goals for the summer, Holden? What do you want to accomplish in there? Sure, you know, my things just get faster. Um, you know, more mobile um, and just get, you know, more flexible too. I'm probably the least flexible person in Greenville. Um, it's <laughs> terrible, but... Uh, um, yeah, I mean, just continue to get faster, you know, leaner. Um, anything I can do to develop my game, I will definitely do. But um, in the weight room, now, I mean, now I'm so old. I'm in my fifth year here. So um, it's more about just continue to develop, get more mobile, and get more flexible. Is that the coach's goals for you, too? Is that what they yeah. hey, we want you to be faster, want you yeah, to be leaner sure. type of deal? So what do you do? Like, what are you training different than the rest of the team to try yeah, to achieve so, those goals? Yeah, so it's kind of weird now. Um, you know, Tom Brady really changed the game for quarterbacks into – you know, my freshman year, I was lifting like the same workouts as the linebackers were doing. You know, just going in there and just lift as heavy as possible, as much as possible. And you know, now it's turned into um, you know more free weights, more band work, more flexibility stuff. Because I mean, Tom Brady's you know the greatest quarterback ever, arguably, and and he kind of changed the way he worked out as a quarterback to more. Um, to like I said, be more mobile and, and be more you know longevity of things. I uh, actually went to Purple Blossom Yoga earlier this year to work on my flexibility, and it is I will say it does work. If yeah. you're uh, so, we'll, no, it does. We'll have to um, hook you up with a visit yeah, over there sure. if you want to give. A, have you ever done yoga? Oh yeah, I'm I'm big into yoga. I mean, I did it a lot, you know, in my early early career. Um, and then you know I, I go to Young's a lot now too. Yeah. Um, you know, Kevin helps me out a lot over there, but. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm all in. You know, anything to help me? Yeah. Are you on the uh, the TB12 diet? Like, what kind of foods are you? Are you still eating the tiebreakers? Or uh... I eat, yeah, I eat too much of tiebreakers, honestly. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, yeah, I do try to watch what I eat um, for the most part. You know, it's it's hard during football because I mean, they pretty much feed us. You know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So whatever they feed us, which they feed us good. I mean, we're not eating anything bad for us over there. But um, you know, when when you really have time to focus on your diet is you know the summer really. Um, when you're not there all day, you know, you have a lift in the morning, they feed you breakfast, and then you're kind of off for the rest of the day. So that's when I'll more focus in on, you know, what I'll eat. He's on the H H A 12 program yeah. clip. There you go. I call it the ha. <laughs> you're on fire today. Full of jokes today. <laughs> <laughs> Killing it. Sorry. It's going to be a good mood coming off of Pirate Fest and Spring Ball, you know. <laughs> Big time Monday. Yeah. Good stuff. 
All right, well, we only got a couple minutes left, so I'll defer to you, Clip. Yeah, I thought he was about to get out of here. No, no, uh, I don't. Well, Holton has to get out of here. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm about done with him. All right, you sure? Yeah. All right. I've been asking him questions for five years. So I'm about to have a question. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a good thing you're finally graduating soon because we're going to run out of stuff to talk to you about. Um, all right, well, good. congratulations on another great spring. Appreciate it. Um, that, I guess we'll try and visit with you maybe sometime this summer. Yeah. Why don't sure. we hook up? We'll do a summer visit and then uh, look forward to getting uh, back in the grind this fall. But, uh, man, hard to believe. It's crazy. Last year of Holt Nailers. Heck yeah. Man, That's but uh, what what an opportunity to go out with a uh, huge bang, you know? Yeah. It's a big one. So I'm excited for the first game, but I mean, just take one game at a time. We got a special team. So uh, when it came back, if I didn't think we could do some crazy things. So, all right. Good luck. Stay healthy. Appreciate it. Thanks, and Cliff. we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Thanks so all. See you. Enjoy Holden it, Ailers, man. Quarterback, East Carolina University, off to uh, a team meeting. So we're going to let him get uh, Duck out of here a little bit earlier, Clip, so he can get to that. Last thing we want is Holton being late on our because of us. Yeah. Tying a bow on the 2022 spring, which has seemed to be a very positive spring. Mike Houston will tell you if things aren't going the way he wants them to and everything uh he has said this offseason so far troy it sounds like he is uh he's believing what holden just said that they're in line for a very good year this year i was out there afterwards i don't know how much time you'll have to run the audio today definitely uh tomorrow i know you'll hit a lot of it if not some today but he was in the best mood i've seen him in a long long time like coming on like just during the game like looking over smiling and having fun and then afterwards with the media you know sometimes coaches get after games or practices talking to the media man he was all chipper you know and, and really uh pumped up and, and excited and happy so uh, i agree with you i think this was a good spring for them and you know it seems like things are starting to come together here you yeah. know you've got mike houston going into his fourth year now as head coach uh holton now going in as what a fifth year quarterback for ecu i believe so uh you know, all the pieces are kind of coming together, and then uh, so many other great players too. And it's it's it, it truly is now Mike Houston's program. You know, if you think yeah. about it, you know, probably ninety eight percent of the players, ninety nine percent of the players are all his. I would say at this point. So um, <laughs> outside of Holden Haylers, outside of Holden Haylers, who was here, he's the one guy that does predate Mike Houston, which uh, is amazing. But uh, this I'm team, trying, I'm trying to think, like maybe Xavier Smith, uh, maybe I'd have to go back because and look I believe at the Holden and uh, Xavier came in together and roomed yeah. together that first year. So maybe he, I think he might be right. There might be Xavier a, was a tight end. I, I that's believe. right. Yeah, when uh, Coach Mo was here. Yeah, yeah. So he did predate Mike yeah. Houston. So a good, good couple, couple guys left, but not many. So this will be the last year of uh, anybody that's not one of Mike Houston's guys. Yep. And uh, looking forward to uh, this football now, season. They're all Mike and... Houston's guys now, we should say, but that he didn't physically recruit. Just want to clarify. I didn't want Coach Houston to get mad at me. All right. Got it. Got it out of the way. How was your uh, How was your weekend at the uh, Pirate Fest? Uh, it was good. First of all, great job by our Pirate Radio team. Uh, Elderbay and all our folks to set up our booth. We had a great. We we had a lot of merchandise out there, a lot of pirate radio merch, and uh, sold out of sweatshirts and hoodies. It was funny because it was a little bit cooler than they had predicted. Yeah, these guys in the weather once again blew the forecast. But at least it did not rain. But it was definitely cooler than uh, I would have liked anyway. But I uh, had a great booth out there at Pirate Radio and um, bounced back, had a chance to uh, cover the spring game for us with some of our teammates, too, and then emceed the concert that night at Town Com. I was worn out because I realized I was like from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. I was on my feet the entire time. There was like no sitting down, hardly any, between those 12 hours. 
you ever stood for 12 hours straight or walked around you kind of get tired by the end of the yeah, day well, so power nation thanks you for your service yes about 9 30 troy d was ready to call it a night and i was like oh this will be fun go out hang out with some friends <laughs> nah i was going home going to bed you didn't but, do the uh, vip treatment with eric pa- pasley 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 uh no i actually asked him what he wanted to do afterwards if he needed any suggestions and uh he's like man at my age i'm just looking to go to the hotel room and go to bed really how old is he he is probably a little bit probably say 10 years younger than me oh okay yeah uh-huh. so i mean in our generation i'd, I'd almost put him in as a generation xer all right you know hasley uh wanted no part of the night no he was not interested in hanging out or doing anything he did enjoy you know he, he enjoyed being at the event and has a great sound you know it was a, he puts on a good show but uh was not looking to party afterwards that's for sure all right yeah speaking of putting on a good show uh he did at- stay in greenville though unlike Shaq. Shaq got Shaq, right out of town. Shaq right? flew in about an hour before he was on stage, and he flew out right after. Well, Shaq's probably got cooler air travel than Eric Shaq, Pasley. Shaq is flying private. Yeah. Yeah. On the, uh, on Shaq, the Shaq Express. I mean, just think if you bought a plane ticket and <laughs> Shaq was sitting next well, to you. Well, I mean, he, he's such a physically big human. I don't think he could fit That's in That's what I'm regular. saying. Yeah. He couldn't. He probably has to have a special seat yeah. put in with no, nothing in front of him. Because, I mean, yeah, the dude's like 7'5 or 7'6, whatever. A monster of a man. Uh, I'm looking forward to a performance, Troy D., a couple of days before kickoff this year at the Pirate Radio kickoff party. Yes. Which it was announced last week. It is returning to the uh, the State Theater up here in Uptown Greenville, well, downtown the, Greenville. The party's returning. We're going to have uh, a lot of new things to it this year. We're gonna, so it, one of the new things is a new venue. And which is the State Theater. We've partnered with those guys. And you were in there today, Clip. We, we took our team over there earlier today, kind of show everybody. A lot of our folks have never been over there to see it. And even though they're really across the parking lot, to kind of show you that what, what was going to be going on, the setup. And uh, I don't know if you've been there before or not, but it's a cool venue. Well, you know, I've too- been there, but I'd forgotten that I'd gone and watched a movie in that building. The part, oh, when you were in college? No, when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Well, when I was in college, sorry. Yeah. When I was in college, it was the Park Theater. Right. And you, the it early was 99 90s. cents or a dollar to get in. Yeah. And they'd show movies that were maybe six months old. I mean, they weren't even that bad. And uh, it was the best. They had the the chairs that rocked back and forth, the big cushion chairs that had about five inches of the cushion, you know, and then they'd squeak, they'd rock back and forth and squeak. You know what I'm talking about? I and the floor was sticky. I don't remember a lot about it. Oh, I, I, I went there all the time in college. But I think they had like popcorn for like a dollar too. It was like the best deal in town. Yeah, yeah. So now it's been uh, renovated. As but the I have state not did. seen. Did it bring it. back any memories when you were in there? Uh, really, the only thing that looks the same is the floor. Yeah, yeah. I did have a brief moment there, but uh, yeah, I hadn't seen it in its new digs. It looks yeah. really cool. Robert had a question. Yeah. Did Troy get a chance to touch anyone this weekend? Yeah, I, well, I, I touched uh, Eric Pasley. I had him to the list. He's a Grammy-nominated artist. So I did do that. Uh, Jeff Charles and I touched. Good. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think. Uh, Petey and I actually had a quick embrace. So you got Petey your touches Pirates. in. Yeah. Since he's asking. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty I good. sent y'all a picture. I forgot. Who was it? So I was like, here's another person. I forgot. I need to add to the list. Cal, Cal Ripken. Uh, Cal yeah. Ripken Jr. Cal Ripken. Touched him. Yeah. Yeah. Touched the rip. That looked like from a long time ago, though. Was that when he was was here on the top of in Greenville? Yeah, that was when he was here in Greenville. Yeah, yeah, we were at an event. Uh, It was was great, great event with Cal Ripken Jr. 
speaking of which uh you can check out the o's on pirate radio um saw that our buddy mark brown the o's just uh threw out the first pitch for their home opener it said uh symbolic of the orioles uh, and what's going on right now the flyover uh came one minute after the conclusion of the national anthem yeah well you so, know sometimes air traffic can get a little crowded <laughs> up there especially up there in uh you know it's the first dc game. area yeah, at least so. they did have a flyover let's not all be negative orioles and brewers uh zero zero in the first inning some day baseball going on yeah oh, orioles still looking for their first win that they are yeah in fact uh if i can pull up the stat i love baseball stats because you can come up with the stat on just about anything uh, the Orioles, let's see, they're 0-3 for the first time since 2007, have not been 0-4 since 1988. Uh, they played the Brewers today, and the Orioles uh, lost to the Brewers in their home opener. The last time that happened was in 1988, hmm. the same year they started 0-4, the last time they went 0-4. Wow. So baseball numbers are wild. They are. Kind of like yesterday when uh, – the wichita state pitcher had a no hitter going i made sure to tweet about it and you jinxed him and i, I don't next you inning a troy d next inning zach agnos double <laughs> it works so it's amazing that yeah i did it on purpose you you, you do, do it, do it to hurt accident. yourself i know <laughs> i was trying to help our team i did tell myself this going to the weekend I, I think i told y'all this on friday if if harold varner is in contention sunday I, I am not was not going to tweet about it because the last thing I wanted to do was anything that would derail his chances. Because at the time uh, when we were talking Thursday or whatever, he was in the hunt. It no. was no, he kind of fell you, off Saturday. I did not want to hurt HB three. I remember. So that I even made a pledge to say I would Sunday I would not do anything. You said if Harold Varner's in this, I'm going to be so nervous for him. I told I, you not to tweet about it, and then I agreed. And <laughs> okay. Then I said well, I'm not different tweeting. than you coming up right. there on your well, own. You planted the seed, and then I grew the crop. Appreciate right there it. yeah thank you uh but that's that's a fact uh redbeard says that you touched him i have i did actually over the weekend that is true wow uh, that's a rare i saw him at i believe pirate fest that's rare yes we exchanged a fist bump and fist bumps is touching right yeah yeah i did give uh redbeard the mysterious redbeard a fist bump how about that a lot of people don't think don't think he's a real person they think he's a bot they think he's a made-up character. I can confirm he is a real human and a big-time Pirate fan. And if you're at the Pirate Radio football kickoff party, uh, you might be able to see him in person. Yeah. And you have a bone to pick with him. It's, it's going to be a fun party clip. Because we, uh, we've we just, as I've said, all we've done is announce the date. We've got a lot of other details to go. But uh, it, this is going to be a, a big-time shing, shing dig. Shindig? Yeah. All right. That's what I was or a shing ding. Yeah, a shing ding. A little bit of both. <laughs> We're going to have a shing ding at this shing dig. All right. Well, time to, I guess, catch our breath now. No spring football. Still got East. But ECU baseball is away yeah. for the next two weekends. If you have a baseball craving today, we can fill that for you right here in Greenville. Uh, the 5-1 and one Epps Bulldogs are putting the record on the line today. 4 o'clock. Uh, we're playing our games at Rose High School next to the football stadium on Arlington Boulevard. Uh, Farmville is rolling into town, Shirley. So a little house divided game for you. Hmm. Epps versus Farmville. So um, come on out there. Little Dreyfus, little Ellerby will be in attendance. 
All right. I've, yeah. I've got plans. Oh, okay. Right. Well, I know I, you do. Yeah. yeah. I'd prefer you be here and finish the show. But all right. other folks that are out and about maybe listen to us right now, it is open to the public. Some baseball to check out on Tuesday. It'll be the Woody's season opener as uh, you can go to historic Granger Stadium and check out some Wood Ducks baseball. So that's, yeah, uh, that's coming always up fun on too. Tuesday as they will begin their season at home. So there you go. All right. Anything else, Troy? No, did you watch any of the Masters, though? I am the most... Once Harold was out of it... Opposite Masters guy ever. Usually it's, well, I watch on Sundays. I watched all day Thursday, Friday. You were all in, and then he... And then the weekend came. Yeah, Saturday I worked DCU Baseball, but if Harold was in it... The problem was Scheffler got so out in front of everybody, I, I lost complete Killed. interest. Me I didn't too. watch any of it Saturday or Sunday. I watched the very end because I love Jim. You know, I'm a big Jim Nance fan, and I love the broadcasting aspect of it. And this year was very unique. I don't know if you guys got to see this at the end or not. But, there, you know, it's the Masters I love because it's limited commercial interruption. They only have a couple sponsors. They don't run very many commercials. They don't have any signage on the course. I mean, it really is a unique type of deal the way the Masters does it. So Jim Nance, at the end of the tournament, normally if it was a regular tournament, they go to break, they take an extended break, they might throw it back to the desk, whatever, and then they may get an interview with the guy. They keep it live the whole time. They don't go to break. So Jim Nance is at Butler Cabin. Well, there's a, a delay from when he signed his scorecard to when he walks over to Butler Cabin. So Jim Nance has got to kill like an extra five minutes of time. And they're playing the Masters music the whole time. Surely, I don't know if you have that queued up or whatever, if you could just play it. I, and it was awesome because Jim Nance is such a pro. And even though it was unscripted in an extra five minutes, he like just killed it perfectly while he's killing time to get the winner in Butler Cabin. And it's just an amazing piece of broadcasting, I think. And then at the end, he does his ad lib finish. Yeah, you know that to me, that was a masterful performance by Jim Nance. Beam me up, Scotty. What did worthy, he say? Worthy of an eagle or a hole in one? What did he say uh, when Scheffler won? Uh, he, uh, oh, Sh- today's Chef special. <laughs> my, no. my favorite is when Tiger won the last time and said, "Return to glory." That's my favorite one. He's yeah. always got the punch. One the, for uh, the ages. The uh, win for the ages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we have the music, Sherlock? Yes. Oh, I just love the theme, too. Like, sometimes if I'm having trouble sleeping at night, I'll just put this on. Is that true? No, but it should be. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't blame you. I thought about it, though, because it's so soothing. No, it is. But uh, I think I'd almost need Jim Dance to read me bedtime stories to this music. And, man, it would just make me fall asleep right away. Would you touch him? This. We'd shake hands. (laughs) Yes, I would touch Jim Dance. Right, I'd give Jim Nance a full barrel hug. Are you kidding me? I love that guy. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> you, don't, just see you don't like Jim Nance? I love him. You're a Jim Nance hater now? Nah. I, Are you a Jim Nance denier? I don't think I love him as much as you do. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. He is a great, as I said, multi-dimensional broadcaster. Yeah. Final Four, NFL, Masters, you name it, this guy can do it. He's very good. It's incredible. Very, very good. I am. I'm very impressed by his verbal skills. I'm glad Vern is still doing it. I'm yeah. Vern. Yeah. What do they have him teed up? Like on the 15th or 16th. something? 16th. Just like yeah. roll him Let's go over to Vern. Yeah. Yeah. And then who's the uh, other guy that's Sir Nick Faldo? Yeah, Nick yeah, Faldo. He's always- Master oh, apparently people you were, won't believe what I just saw. People were upset that he <laughs> yeah, spooled. He did. A, Wait till you see this. A Rory chip in, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It was the most amazing shot I've ever seen. You haven't seen it yet, though. Hold on, we're gonna show it to you. 
By the way, uh, you want me to read the uh, Masters fantasy results real quick? So this was uh, myself, Shirley, CJ, Chandler, and Molly. And uh, we handed Mully the trophy on Friday. Well, but, but, it was over. He's the golfer, but. I saw Mully yesterday at Tiebreakers, and he was letting me know that he won. won yeah, he killed it. The fantasy draft. Uh, finishing in fifth with negative 14 points, Club Brock. Thank you. Nicely done. Thank you. Finishing in fourth with negative 11 points, Chandler Honeycutt. Way to go, Chandler. Finishing in third with six points, Shirley Rhodes. Finishing in second with 11 points, Mike Mullis. Oh, Finishing first what? with 13 points, CJ Schaefer. Oh, boy. Better get someone better do a life check on Molly. A huge. We, he doesn't even know yet. Oh, I'm my gonna God. Break it to him coming oh. up uh, tomorrow on the show. He's not going to handle this well. So, Rory McElroy made a huge comeback for you. You also had Shane Lowry at five under. JT was uh, under par. Jordan Spieth hurt you, but. Uh, Mully was hurt yesterday by uh, Cantlay, Patrick Cantlay, who finished seven over par. And Scheffler was the only person he had to finish under par in the tournament. What was that guy's name? Patrick Cantlay. The ball in the green. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll break this to him. Mully's not going to be uh, in a funny mood no. when he uh, hears this news. What a loser. Really? Bum. Was that supposed to be funny? Wow. You think the one thing the guy would know is golf, and he this is your golf. This guy? This is your golf guy. <laughs> Does anyone really care? Does anyone really care? <laughs> Do the face, Chandler. <laughs> oh, only me and you saw that, but that was if you listen to us on the radio, that is a great face right there. The nation, the oh yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, on video. People too. in Zimbabwe. This is that. worth going back to YouTube and Facebook if you're listening to us to see the Molly face. Jonathan says, "Do I clip? Do you like Gus Johnson or Jim Nance?" We talked about this last week with Troy. Oh my! It's a bit of an acquired taste, and it's totally different. But I like I like Gus doing play by play more than Nance. I, I like Nance's. I don't voice. dislike Gus. Calming. But I, I like Nance. Yeah. If you got to choose between the two. I'll go Gus. Yeah. And the only other, like, Gus does, like, football and then, like, soccer. It's like, weird, you know. Well, they put him there. I know. Hey, I no, he used to do weird. NFL and NCAA tournament. I know. How awful for him. Like, he does hey, college. you're doing a great job of the NFL. We're going to have you do soccer. Well, I hate that he moved to Fox. He does <laughs> uh, He does college basketball. Yeah, that's right. He the, sure does. Uh, yep, you're right. Big Ten games yep. and stuff like that. Yeah. But anyway. All right, Troy D. Good stuff. Good seeing you. Talk to you Thursday. We'll see you back on Thursday. Where's Tony Collins been? Was he around uh, this he, week? He was with what us. What the hell's going on around he, here? He joined us at our booth at Pirate Fest right. and uh, sold some doggy treats, actually. Good. So you know, We need to get him on the show. Him and his wife are in the doggy treat business. So uh, I'll, t- I'll hit him up Thursday. Let me see if he's around. Man, he should have gone to the game Saturday Sunday. It was Bark at the Park. Oh, yeah. There were some dogs out in the uh, yeah, right field, field on Sunday. Yeah. It was... Uh, I was going to try and do another dog joke, but I don't want to. You're killing it today. I'm such a row. Yeah. Roll. A row. I'm on a row <laughs> out in the bay. Hey, Coach O. I know. I just slipped into Coach O mode right there. You get Coach O on the show soon. <laughs> uh, we will talk a lot of baseball today, expecting the arrival of C.J. Mayhew shortly. We'll also talk to Ryder Giles, ECU Friday night starter, ECU ace. Also, uh, Bryson World, Zach Agnos later today. It did look like Sunday the game went to the dogs, though. Our drummer is getting a lot of work today. Yeah. Usually with that guy. Arm's going to be sore on those shots. He just sits back there, does nothing yeah. when Troy's on. Well, the drummer was like, well, he's 
had two jokes today, so the drummer got up and left. And <laughs> no when way. He, when he got was, a drink. No way he's got another one. <laughs> yeah. And then he had another wow. one. They said, hey, come on back. He you had believe, another one. You believe in miracles? <laughs> yes. Nailed yes. It. No, the drummer's just tired and annoyed. That's what it is. Oh, boy. The drummer's always tired and annoyed. <laughs> what? Bite me. Uh, those drummers, I'm man. I'm tired Prima and annoyed Donna's. when you're here. Prima Donna. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We'll uh, take a break. Come back. Have more for you. Hour one of Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you after these words. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All righty. Back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. On a Monday, expecting the arrival of CJ Mayhew shortly. We'll also talk to Ryder Giles, Bryson Worrell, Zach Agnos inside the Players' Lounge presented by Delcor. Delcor has been the trusted HVAC and plumbing contractor in Eastern North Carolina for over five decades. The service professionals at Delcor can help you out for any size job. Call Delcor 321-8868 or visit DelcorInc.com. Pirates coming off a two and two week. Man, nearly a three and one week, but they let that one slip away against Old Dominion on Wednesday night, late night. Did win two of three from Wichita State, so the uh, conference record looking good at four and two after the Pirates have taken series from Cincinnati and Wichita State. Next up is UCF. UCF was uh, fighting mad on Sunday in Memphis. A Knight hit a home run, and they checked the bat. A very similar situation to George Brett. Yeah, uh, apparently too much pine tar on the bat. So, and then I read that eventually the home run counted. I, I don't know how I that ended up. I was talking to Brian up. Bailey yesterday, which we'll talk to Brian Bailey coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. I saw him at tiebreakers yesterday, and he said, and I was, we were talking about the situation, I did not know that they actually ended up counting the home run, and then things uh, went crazy from there. I thought I was going to let you tell the story. From where? From when they started, when they counted the home run. Because you had the pitcher get thrown out. You had the UCF manager uh, charge towards the Memphis dugout. Yeah. Um, so it was a... Oh, love lady. Yeah, it was a series of events. Uh, that game was being played at what? Memphis? Yeah. UC- yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lot to unfold there. A lot to unpack. You unpack it, then you unfold it. Either way. Hey, welcome back, Chandler. Yeah, I haven't. I feel bad. I feel guilty because I was. I haven't been introduced, and I've been talking. Oh no, that's fine. Chandler's here. Shirley's here. Content junkies here. Chandler, uh, in just typical Chandler fashion, <laughs> leaves town on the busiest weekends on the Pirate Radio calendar. Yeah. It never fails. If we have a huge weekend, you better bet your bottom dollar Chandler won't be here to see it. Peace. <laughs> 
All right, we need all hands on deck. And as uh, you said, what Troy and Jonathan are saying that Chandler's got his luggage walking out of the building. All hands on deck. Where'd you go this time? I went to Myrtle Beach with some buddies for a uh, my buddy Trace's bachelor trip. Yeah, you're you're in the uh, the bachelor age group. Yeah, and there's a lot of it going on. Sadly, I'm not the one getting married. So when's the wedding? It's it's a summer wedding, right? It's not going to be like week one. It's uh, during NC State. It's May. Uh, It's May. 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 It's May. (laughs) Not when we play State. No, not when we play State. It's in May. It's in May. All right, good enough. Uh, But a great job by everyone this weekend. I... uh, I got to be honest, I didn't do much to contribute other than tell CJ that there's going to be a proposal at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Which was uh, which was great content because yeah. I love those videos. Um, and what a great job by that guy um, thinking about doing it during the ECU trivia, uh, during innings. So that was pretty cool. It worked out great. It was uh, Pirate Radio, uh, excuse me, ECU trivia. And sometimes my worlds intersect. And it was, all right, let's look to the big board to see today's trivia question. And the question was, will you marry me? Dude hit a leg, presented the ring. Great job by the marketing people over there at ECU. Her name was Brandy, and they played the song Brandy. Got to give credit to uh, the guy running video for giving Casey that idea. It was all organic as it was happening. It was really good. That was awesome. Very good stuff there. So, uh, yeah, we uh, we were busy this weekend. Shirley was keeping up with the pirate minor leaguers and uh looked like a great weekend shirley saw seth cadell with the go-ahead rbi hit in his game saw connor norby uh alec burleson doing alec burleson things as always he's like a highlight reel like and, he's always doing something and gavin williams uh like the ace he is getting off to a great start with his team in the guardians organization yeah, he played. Uh, he plays for the Lake County Captains, and he was slated to get his first start on Friday night. Unfortunately, weather played a role, and that game got postponed to Saturday. But he did make his appearance. He went four innings. He faced fourteen batters, struck out six of them, walked two. So a very impressive start for the twenty-two-year-old uh, Thomas Francisco had an RBI in a game Franny. over the weekend. And as a matter of fact, I'm still looking for. Uh, his uh, well, I, I just got his stats, and I'm I'm looking uh, through the scores for this uh, this past weekend. So, um, but as of right now, um, and as a matter of fact, I was looking at uh, a couple of other things. Uh, but uh, Trey Benton also uh, is in the Cleveland organization. He is uh, pitching for the Lynchburg Hillcats. He pitched an inning over the weekend as well. So uh, we've got a bunch of Pirates in the pros. I'm trying to break all of that down. But, uh, yeah, out of everybody, I would say Gavin and Alec Burleson had the most productive weekends. Uh, but uh, Seth Goodell made his uh, minor league debut with the Akron Rubber Ducks. And as you mentioned, had a go-ahead RBI. So uh, guys are looking good so far. That's awesome. And we'll be keeping up with them uh, throughout this baseball season. Let's take a look and uh, at the Facebook chatter going on. Robert Matthews says hello. 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 Uh, Steve Hill <laughs> says Clipper. Clipper. I know, what, uh, I know what Susan Dean said. What? Hashtag fire Matt rule. That's exactly what she said. Susan also said she got some doggy delectable delights. Bought two bags from Tony and Trudy. Tony. Over the weekend. Tony. I'll send it down to Tony Collins. Got some doggy, doggy treats. treats. 
Got it. So uh, that's cool stuff. Uh, shout out to Tony Collins and his wife, Trude. All right, let's take a uh, timeout. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one. Coming up, hour number two. Planning to talk to Ryder Giles and Bryson Worrell and uh, maybe even C.J. Mayhew when he arrives as well. A lot more to go on Pirate Radio Live here on a Delcor Players Lounge Monday. We're back with you after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show welcome back university pc care has been pirate nation's go-to it expert since 2006 and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs let university pc care take care of it so you can take care of business Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rod. All right, got some uh, Mike Schwartz news over the weekend. East Carolina adding some basketball talent. Got a transfer. Mike Schwartz. You mean Greg Schwartz? You still on that? Yeah. You still salty? No, I'm still salty. You don't mess with Jeff Charles. You understand me? See if, uh, Shirley, see if we have uh, Captain Bill Salty saved in the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had, he, what was he said, like, he was leaving a game and his daughter looked at him and said, I'm a little bit salty, daddy. I'm a little bit salty, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the line. Um, no, I got, uh, look, the guys have been leaving the East Carolina program, Tristan Newton, Brandon Suggs. He looked a little salty. <laughs> he looked a little salty. Say it again. <laughs> You look a little salty. <laughs> I miss a good old Captain Bill. I miss Captain Bill. Mad at the world phone call. Uh, look a little salty. Uh, so, yeah, we've had some transfers out. Got a transfer in. I can't pronounce his name. Uh, so we will wait till Stephen Igo joins us uh, Tuesday to say the player's name we got. But also got a commit from a junior college guard, Ben Bayella. Ben Bayella, Ella, Ella, A. B A. Under my umbrella. Ella, Ella, A. B A Y, E L A. Bayla, Bayla. My God, son. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop. Uh, but we've got two commits uh, from guys I can't pronounce yet, which is good. I think the ratio of names you can't pronounce that's just the better they're gonna play. We're going to have to learn their names and get to love them. I hope they have nicknames to make it easier. Maybe so. Or you could just learn a damn name. We're having name. trouble with names ever since Mike Schwartz has shown up. Yeah. <laughs> we blame, us blame him, right? Yeah. So uh, Pirates got a, a few new players in the stable. And crossing our fingers, we hope that that stable consists of a Brandon Johnson, an R.J. Felton, uh, Javon Small, it looks like Luigi Debo, from what I read. I read the trades, um, which is namely Hoist the Colors and uh, the I go, what he says. But uh, Luigi Debo looks like he's going to return, come back. Still waiting to see what Alonzo Frank does. 
Uh, but you still could have uh, a have group. Tabs maybe too. When, yeah, well, you just you, you got to worry know. about the injuries. Like, I know. Uh, I get, yeah, he's he here. Has. Yeah, but is, can he play? Don't know. So uh, maybe a mix of old and new, but there's certainly going to be a lot of new with this basketball team. I uh, saw that another Tennessee transfer uh, was coming out, uh, entering the portal. I was just about to say Brandon Huntley Hatfield. But one I go uh, told me that uh, we probably will not be getting his services. Uh, highly talented recruit out of high school. He was a five-star recruit. Everybody's going to look new again next year. I don't know about the Houston Cougars because they seem to have quite a program going. But like Memphis, who was so good, who gave Gonzaga a major scare in the tournament this year, they have had a ton of transfers. Guys are going to go into the NBA. So this whole thing is going to be year to year. And uh, it's Michael Schwartz's job to stack this team as much as he can this year. And then moving forward, uh, he'll bring in his recruits and everything and try to build some sort of program here in Greenville. All right, I'm going to go back to this guy's name. I want to, I'm going to try Quentin DeBounje. Okay. DeBounje. DeBounje? DeBounje. How about Ben Bayela? Ella. Ella. A. A, A. I like Ben Bayela. A, A, I hope it's Ben Bayela because I like saying that. <clears throat> but we'll find out. Yeah. Bayela. I'd try to find the guy's name so I could see it. And what did you say the other guy's name was? Quentin Dunjombaye? Dabounje. Dabounje. <laughs> you said it different that time. <laughs> Dabounje. Dabounje. Right. Two point basket, Quentin Dabounje. Got a nice ring to it. Probably not his name at all. Going in the line for the Pirates. Shooting two. I just call him QD. 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 He's a QD. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this new recruit, a real cutie the Pirates are bringing in. We'll uh, we'll talk some hoops with Igo coming up Tuesday on Pirate Radio Live. Planning to talk some baseball uh, inside the Players' Lounge here on a Monday. And also going over our ECU baseball recap Brought to you by Brandon Manning. I saw him out of the games this weekend. You can call Brandon, 531-1812. With Farm Bureau Insurance to schedule a review, get a free quote. East Carolina wins it on Friday night, and they they won because they got some good pitching from Ryder Giles. Opening day shortstop, seven innings. Allowed one earned run on three hits, struck out eight. The, as Chandler would say, what about a story? Because this is incredible. 88 pitches. That's what you want from a Friday guy. Somebody going deep into a game, and the bullpen only had to work. An inning from Terwilliger, yeah. Garrett Saylor two-thirds, and you Savage got the final out, and that's it. That's what you want on a Friday going into a long weekend where you know you're going to need some arms. And that is exactly what they got from Ryder Giles. Incredible. Uh, Jake Kuchmaner goes four innings on Saturday. We saw Carter Spivey get extended work on Saturday, two and a third innings. Jake Hunter also went a couple of innings for the Pirates in the uh, 10 to 3 win as East Carolina had a big seventh inning to open things up. And then on Sunday, I don't know where this Wichita State dude came from, but uh, uh, Cameron By. Goes eight innings, allowed just three hits. He had a no-hitter through five. I believe it was finally Zach Agnos, who had a double in the sixth inning 
to uh to end that no hitter but the pirates could only muster three hits on sunday wichita state salvages the series but east carolina still able to win it two games to one on behalf of the pirate nation clip brock i want to say thank you you're welcome thank you thank you thank you for your contribution on twitter uh for the jinx that you put out there not only did you say it three different ways, <laughs> yeah. but it worked. It and did. Uh, Very next uh, on, on, on behalf of the Pirate Nation and ECU baseball fans everywhere, thank you so much. You got the it, man. The Pirates were not no hit. I do whatever I can to help out ECU in whatever way I can, and you're right. I didn't just say Wichita State's pitcher has a no hitter. I didn't just say Cameron By has not allowed a hit. I didn't just say ECU has not gotten a hit in today's game. I said them all. I said it every way I could possibly say it. All the above. And then uh, next inning, Zach Agnos laces a double. So uh, maybe I should have said it earlier. Although I don't – when do you start talking about a no-hitter? I would five? say – I would think through five. I, I think five or MLB, six. probably six. College, I'll give it five. I'm, yeah, six is probably the answer. To be honest, I probably started that a little too early, but I'm glad I did when I did, uh, because East Carolina was able to get a run in the six. And I'm looking forward to talking to Zach Agnos. He appreciates good shortstop work. How about that play? Their shortstop Stewart. He is a uh, he's a good fielder. Um, Andrew Stewart. He uh, catches it Willie May style over the shoulder in center field. Turns around, guns down. Zach Agnos trying to score from third. And in that situation, the throw has to be perfect. And guess what? It was. And Agnos was uh, gunned down at home. But, man, uh, great play by that young man. We'll talk to Zach about that when he joins us coming up in hour number three. We're going to double down on Pirates here coming up to start our next segment. We got a couple of pitchers hanging out, uh, Ryder Giles and C.J. Mayhew. Let's take a break, Shirley. We'll come back. We'll open up hour number two with both uh, Ryder and CJ. Ryder's wearing his Titleist hat, so we'll get his master's thoughts. Oh, good. I got to run down his golf picks he gave me last week. Holy crap. Stick to baseball, son. Uh Uh-oh. We'll talk about that and more when we return after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs. And you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month. Or you can make a one-time donation. And GUC will match all donations donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty, hour two of Pirate Radio Live here on a Players' Lounge Monday. The Players' Lounge presented by Delcor. You can call Delcor today with your heating, plumbing, cooling needs. 321-8868. Visit DelcorInc.com. Joining me now in the Pirate Radio studios, couple of ECU pitchers. Uh, the lefty and the righty here joining me got Ryder Giles and CJ Mayhew fellas appreciate your time how we doing today 
Doing good. Yep, doing good. Good to hear. We got two goods out of you. And we've got uh, another winning series. So you guys go to Cincinnati, get a win, come back home, and get the series win over Wichita State. Came up short on the sweep, but you take two out of three, four and two in conference play. Yep. So yeah. pretty good, right? Yeah, we'll always take a series dub. That's uh, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Always winning a series is nice. And uh, <laughs> what I want today is one of you to answer and then the other just to affirm what just the other agree. person yep. says. Yeah, go. that'll go like All a right. smooth segment right there. Uh, road Warriors this week, Elon on the road and UCF on the road. Am I right? Yes. You're right. Uh, how about the fireworks right. yesterday from UCF and Memphis? You had a home run hit and um, then maybe two, some... Do you even put pine tar on a college bat? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, they really had it caked up there. Like, you couldn't even see the E in Easton. It ah. was, like, loaded up there. So, the Memphis coach, I guess, uh, wants to look at the bat? Yeah, it was either him or the umpire, because I, I don't know if the Memphis coach said anything about it or the umpire just picked it up. Okay, so then Love Lady, the manager of UCF, starts yeah. going crazy on the umps. Yes. But eventually starts looking at the memphis dugout yeah and then maybe, yeah maybe it was the coaches and the memphis pitchers yelling i yeah. mean it's a scene have yeah. y'all ever been a part of anything like that in the game no um i i can't say that i have i uh, i remember i remember watching a game my senior year of high school chandler jenkins got thrown out for uh or he like started a, a brawl against pepperdine that was pretty funny but I've, i don't Man. think i've ever been a part of, do you remember that or no i feel like i should but i don't I need to uh, go back in the archives for that one. Yeah, or I'm sure Bryce Harmon. Yeah, okay. a couple. That era with Jorgen and those guys, they would <laughs> they would chirp a bit. Yeah, and uh, or get chirped at. It, yeah. it was never their fault. No, right? no, no, no. And uh, how about you, CJ? You uh, you're intense on the mound, but you don't usually take it to the other team, right? No, nah, man. I no, nah, I've never seen anything like that. There was a wasn't there an MLB game where somebody's home run got called back from a well there's a famous one george brett Brett. back in the day he's in the dugout at new york and they call him out and he charges the field and is going crazy and has to get held back and everything it was a little reminiscent of that yeah did you see the uh there was a tennessee game a couple weekends ago where there was a sticker sticker now what explain to me what that is so before um each weekend so like on thursday every bat is tested and it has to pass the compression test and the ring test who's doing these tests it's like the ops guys okay so they do both of those and if it passes both of them there's a sticker that gets put on them and if you go up in the weekend and hit with a bat that doesn't have a sticker on it and like i guess either the umpire catches it or the the opposing catcher notices it then it's it's an out so the bats have to pass those two tests. So they used an illegal bat accidentally. Yeah, the, or? yeah. They said they said it came off during BP, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what what happened. CJ, sure. what are the the pit? Well, I guess I can ask you too. What are the pitching rules now in Major League Baseball? They check you after every inning. They'll check yeah. your glove. They'll check your. How about in college baseball? Do they check anything on you? Uh, I mean, it's it's the same. You can't use uh, I mean, no pontar or nothing like that. But no, nah, I haven't seen umpire check. In, uh, in college, in college you know. yeah. What do you got? Like, what do you use? Do you like have some sweat or something? There's, like, there's, uh, well, there's like rosin behind the, yeah. <clears throat> behind the mound that, I guess, some guys use. I don't. If I ever use it, it's just to look like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> just what kinda, would a pitcher just throwing do? the bag up and down out there? <laughs> not really sure. Like, what is this stuff? <laughs> 
I got to blend in. What would a pitcher yeah. do in this situation? I, I'll pick this up. Yeah, just yeah. pick it up, start throwing it around. All right. I'll, I definitely look Hey, like can you help going. him out on looking more like a pitcher when he's on the mound? Uh, like hey, go it. kick some dirt like yeah. uh, CJ does. Yeah, yeah. Kick yeah, that's dirt. what. Yeah, CJ, he does that. Cooch will walk off the back of the mound whenever he's. Uh, doesn't get a call he thinks he like or whatever yeah. so i i try to just envision what other pitchers would do <laughs> <laughs> i got a uh, rider giles cj may you go hey stick to uh baseball rider because you're not yeah. i mean i'd love for you to be my golf guy but after this weekend Terrible. i don't know man no i wouldn't i would disown you gave me too. three guys to watch yeah. out for the masters uh two of them didn't play well one kind of did he p- so played one round yeah. paul casey you know he and we don't know what's going on physically with the guy. You picked him. He withdraws before he could get started. If I were you, I'd say, well, he was going to win it if he'd have played. Uh, he definitely would have. Okay, there you go. So he that was a great would've. pick. Yeah. He just didn't play. Yes. Uh, Louis Ustazen picked by Chandler in round four of our draft. I thought that was a great round four steal to uh, to make the cut, do a little damage. Um, he ends up withdrawing after struggling on Thursday. Yeah. And then your other one, Xander Shoffley. My second round pick. Yeah, we won't even talk about bum. that. Bum. Yeah, we won't talk about that one. Absolute bum. Yeah. So uh rough weekend. Yeah. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. And those were just who are your favorite guys to watch on tour? Um, I like watching DJ when he hits driver. That was I mean, he, he I think he hit driver like once all weekend, but when you hit a three with two hundred and ninety yards, you can kinda get away with it. Um, I thought he might have something on the weekend because on Friday I watched him and he was not, he was like struggling every hole but finding a way to par it. Yeah. And I felt like sooner or later, yeah. those are going to turn into birdies yeah. that it just it never really did for him. Yeah. Now he's fun to watch. Um, I mean, it was good seeing Tiger back out there. Um, him making the cut. That kind of, I mean, I don't know how much Tiger can do that will surprise you, but um, seeing him make the cut was, was cool. Um, who else? Morikawa was fun to watch. He was good. Him, uh, and, him and Rory, were, that was a yep. fun pairing to watch yesterday. And shout out to Harold, who Harold, yeah. that's the only reason I was watching Thursday and Friday. He was awesome and uh, struggled Saturday, came back with a great performance yesterday. So I don't think he did enough. He didn't do enough to get the auto invite to next year. But if he stays in that top 40 world yeah. golf rankings, he'll be back. So yeah. hopefully the first of many masters for him. Yeah, definitely see him uh, being back. All right. So uh, did you follow it through the weekend at all? Were you able to I, watch it? I tried my best. I uh, I watched when I could. Um, but, yeah, God, my picks let me down. Yeah, that was rough. I'm going to ask CJ next year. I <laughs> yeah, probably don't even know anything I would I wouldn't yeah. talk to me about nah. golf ever again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, guys, let's talk about the weekend. Ryder, our new Friday night ace for east carolina i mean this team has been looking for a starter to go extended innings save the bullpen you're able to go seven innings 88 pitches on friday allow one run on three hits eight k's career high yes that was yes by far and you do it with this mundane attitude <laughs> like yeah, just I'll go do what i do i mean that's a hell of a performance rider yeah well shout out to uh steven Igo for um saying that i was going to give up a home run in here with you on uh okay last week call him out yeah <laughs> I, I already got him after the game uh, good but, uh, just to reiterate that thank you for that i go appreciate it yep um, but yeah, I mean it was it was good. I, I mean I felt good. Um, was able to keep my pitch count down a little bit, and um, you know go out there and uh, I don't know just throw up zeros and um, you know offense uh, put.
put to, put together some uh, tough at bats and w- was able to scratch a couple early, which is always good as a pitcher pitching with the lead. So I guess the pressure's off now that you've allowed a run. We can say yeah. that, that we can actually. What is your ERA now on the year? I'll look it up. Uh, but when it's zero, I was I was trying not to talk about it. Yeah. So now we can actually <laughs> say some of your stats. Um, and then CJ, you come in on Sunday. Good performance by you out of the bullpen and uh how about when an opposing pitcher throwing a no hitter is that something are y'all trying to jinx it on the other side like yesterday oh yeah we're doing yeah (laughs) (laughs) talking about as much as you can yeah we're uh i was in the pen for most of the time but yeah i think every inning we uh we made sure everybody knew that he was throwing a a no hitter and you never know cj how much you're gonna throw on any given day if i'm not mistaken when cooch got in some trouble in the first didn't you jog down there yeah, early yeah, in the game. Yeah, I was and, down there. And then uh, also, uh, I think the first with Gross on Sunday, I, j- I was told to go down there. Maybe that's when I saw. Yeah, yeah either way, I was down there uh, with Maynard too. Either way, you went way earlier than you went in the game yeah, because right. those guys were able to to get things under mm-hmm. control. Yeah, uh, yeah, I kind of go down there. So, I mean, I got a little feel for the game, but I'll go down there um, usually when coach tells me to. So. Do you start throwing right when you get in there? No, uh, no, I'll do a um I mean most of the time I'll sit there and watch and just okay. kind of see what's going on, but I'll stretch for most of the time. How long does it take you from all right, CJ warm up to CJ go in the game? How, how many how much do you need to throw before you go in? Uh I'd say probably about 5 minutes. Okay. So and then you're probably ready about to roll. 10 throws. 10-4. Uh Pirates win the series over the weekend uh and you, you take them Friday, Saturday, you want to the camo hats it's a big deal right like you you want that sweep frustrating not to get it on sunday yeah it is um especially uh especially with the way we uh you know we came out friday saturday offensively and you know credit to that guy on sunday he was a great he was uh, their best pitcher if you look at the numbers um but we just couldn't get anything going against him and um you know he he pitched really well so i think he's got like a point two era so yeah he came in the game uh with really strong numbers leaves the game the same way Ryder, by the way a 0.36 era mm. on the season not bad cj i mean you're under four you'd like it to be what under three i guess but your right. your era's in the threes right now that's not bad but this son of a gun <laughs> <laughs> under one incredible no that's crazy it is i well, tr- I, I don't believe it I just, I just, envi- I just envision um, Mayhew's freshman year. That's what I think about when I'm okay. down. So. All right. Well, CJ's got you on strikeouts by <laughs> yeah, seven right now. Mate, so, uh, um, it, I'm surprised it's only seven. He, uh, <laughs> he punches out a lot of people. Uh, so uh, two and two week overall, man. That one on uh, Wednesday night. That's uh, it, and when it's the opposite of that, when you guys are trailing going into an inning. You think, all right, it's never over. We're going to come back and win this game. I don't know. Is it tougher to have that mindset when you're up by three going into an inning? Like, we're up by so much. I know you don't take your foot off the gas, but you felt like that one should have been a win on Wednesday night, right? Yeah, CJ, you want that one? Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, we always uh, talk about it. I mean, when uh, night then, the team, when a team's down, their, their focus, you know, their focus goes up higher. And if ours remains the same, their focus is already a little bit higher so i think in the ninth inning you just got to slam the door and your focus has got to be i mean it's got to be better than it has been all game and tough to do uh because odu as we know can really hit and yeah. uh, and you guys had the lead in that one and let it slip away but huge to come out on friday and get that win right get that taste out of your mouth pretty quickly 
Yeah, and uh, one thing we've talked about the last couple weeks is um, just winning weekends. Um, you know, conference conference plays a big thing, and um, you know it's really important to win as many conference weekends as you can. And um, the other thing we talked about is, you know, like we, we kind of control our own destiny right now with uh, the the remainder of the season. So um, you know, we go into UCF. They're I guess either first or tied for first in the conference. So, um, you know, we go in there and take care of business, then, you know, we're right where we want to be conference wise. That's coming up this weekend. What do you remember about the seven to six win against Elon last month? Um, I remember, I think we were up in that one too. And then they kind of made a late rally um, as well. So, yeah, they scored um, two to make it a one run deficit in the seventh. Yeah. But you guys were able to win it seven to six. Yeah, um, just uh, just go in there and uh, get off to a good start, s- score some runs early, get uh, get ahead of them, and um, finish the job. I don't think we we split with them there last year, so um, really important to uh, come out and get off to a good start. Uh, the winning pitcher in that game, Zach Agnos. We'll <laughs> talk to him later. He, he probably stole it from somebody. He, <laughs> he did. Uh, we talked about it. The uh, especially the pitcher stats, they're a little wonky. Like how many pitchers have deserved a win and they get a no decision or even a loss and then you know pitchers get a, a say i don't know some of the stats yeah. are a little shaded one way or the other yeah there was somebody we played last week i don't know if it was from old dominion or what probably was from old dominion he was like four and oh but his era was 11 or something <laughs> like that and i was yeah. like man you probably got some mad people to shoot <laughs> <Just> scavenger <laughs> yeah. uh, picking up those wins yeah. and sometimes the the stats aren't fair cj you uh i don't think you allowed a run during your pitching appearance and then there's a hit when you leave a game that goes on you of course that could go both yeah. ways you could also come in uh give up a hit and it doesn't go against you if there's a guy left on base but i don't know just some of those weird pitcher stats not nah, yeah uh i mean uh yesterday i walked a guy the ninth inning and then that run score so that's yeah. that's that's my run but uh yeah yeah it's kind of okay. <laughs> is what it, it is. is what it, yeah. it is what it is all right what's uh what's today like for you guys is uh you got a game coming up on tuesday so what's the rest of this monday look like for you um maybe do some schoolwork, relax a little bit get a good dinner and get to bed before too late i guess that's, that's it for me not much <laughs> just hang out i got uh i got class at 6 30 so what uh what class did you guys what school work you guys get to do uh, today i got some, i got some marketing marketing homework mm, all right mm. yep i got class with a uh, big calf big cavanaugh oh okay uh, yeah all right uh former 23 wearer here at ecu yep uh brian cavanaugh so uh good stuff what is that <laughs> what class is that uh health okay good deal <laughs> are you healthy yeah, it's all right. You should get a hundred. Yeah, 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 you're, you're doing right. fine. Doing fine. <laughs> how much? Uh, so, how much schoolwork do you do like during the season? When you go on a road trip, is there like a study hall? You guys have to do if, schoolwork. Uh, if we go on a road trip and we lose on Sunday, usually we get, usually we've got study hall for a couple hours on the way back. Um, if we win, we don't. Okay. So that's that's another factor going into win, so you don't have to study hall. Another incentive on uh, why you should win a ball game. Yeah. All right, MLB uh, began on Thursday. Uh, let's run over it again. Ryder, who you like? Duh, I'm the I'm a Giants fan. Okay. Yep. Brandon Crawford and the like. Brandon Crawford. Yep. Buster Posey was my guy at Florida State, and so I kind of followed him there. I gotta be honest, that's pretty cool. That's a cool reason to like him. Yeah. Um, 
the Giants, I don't know if I could name like four of their players, and yet they win 115 games. Yeah, they, yeah, their their payroll is not very not very high last year, and yeah, they were able to. They had Bryant for a rental, right? Yeah, he came in midway through last year, and then you know signed with another NL West team, but that was tough to see him go. Yeah, and how about you, CJ? What do you? Oh, uh, you just follow players. You said I think. Yeah, no, I follow players. I've man, I've been a Yankees fan growing up so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bombers did you see uh shout out to casey and eric ward from ecu marketing they're responsible for all the pregame stuff and making sure first pitch is on time did you see garrett cole losing his oh, yeah, the other day because yeah. the it, the game started two minutes late yeah and he was ready to go out there <laughs> and then he gave up three yeah then he gave up three yeah. hey he can Weird. blame it on the marketing guy <laughs> uh but hey our marketing people are going to make sure first pitch is always on time so you won't have diva rider upset yeah. on friday night <laughs> yeah you don't want to rider <laughs> if you don't mind next home game if you start on a friday uh-huh. just like act like you're really pissed that it's like 30 seconds late just to see what Casey and Eric would do. Okay, I'd feel it. so bad. I will. I'll do it. I'll probably. I might have to turn around because I'm laughing at him. <laughs> Start stomping on the mound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. try my best. <laughs> that would be great. All right, gentlemen. We'll uh, have a great rest of your week. Let's get some dubs this week and uh, keep that stellar conference record going. Yep. Sounds good. good Appreciate see you guys. it, guys. Enjoyed it. All right, let's uh, take a time out. Expecting the arrival of Bryson World later on this hour. We'll also talk to Zach Agnos as well. Five more pirate baseball talk on the way when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about this current real estate market? Do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Give him a call today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Braun. Alrighty, back with you here on the Delcor Players Lounge on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live here with Pirate Center fielder bryson whirl as he joins me inside the pirate radio studios bryson appreciate your time as always how you doing today man uh doing well how are you doing great and uh pirates coming off another series win this time over wichita state east carolina picking up two out of the three games and the story on saturday was bryson whirl and jacob jenkins coward there in the middle of that lineup six hits combined for you guys G- jenkins coward took all the rbis bryson yeah. but i'll take the run score that allowed you to score all the runs three runs scored on saturday you guys were uh, hitting the ball well yeah i mean when you got a guy like jc hitting behind you i mean you're in scoring position pretty much anytime you're on base so i mean that's pretty that's a pretty good feeling to, know, to have. And, I mean, he's been lighting up this year, so that's good to see. And it's kind of the old story of baseball, too. You didn't have any gappers. You didn't hit any home runs. I know at least one of those was an infield single. It's just yeah. putting the ball in play, making things happen, yeah, right? two of them were infield singles. Two infield. Hey, they all count the same. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, just put the ball in play and running hard and making something happen. And, uh, and you probably look back at those days like, I can't believe that was a three-hit day. And then that day that I barreled up four exactly. balls went exactly. over for four. Yeah, Ben Newton tells me, hey, just 
keep hitting the ball. It's going to even out. There you go. Uh, it tends to do that in baseball. And then on – and, man, nobody was really – uh, doing any damage on Sunday because uh, Cameron By had a no-hitter going through five innings. And uh, I asked the guys before, the pitchers that were in here before, how about the hitters in the uh, the ECU lineup on Sunday? Are you guys saying, guys, we're we're getting no-hit here. Come on, let's do something. Yeah, I mean, it was a little frustrating. I mean, he's coming in. I think he had like 29 and he's pitched in one earned run. So, I mean, you know you're facing their dude even though he's pitching on a Sunday. Like, he's still their best guy. And, yeah, I mean, he came out and he had three pitches for strikes. Um I think we didn't capitalize as an offense early on. I think if we would have had those uh, better at-bats earlier in the game, kind of how we did the first two days, it kind of would have rattled him. But, uh, I mean, he settled in. I mean, he, I think he had six no-hit innings. Um, we didn't really make much adjustments, and yeah, ended up getting shut out. So what is it game to game, Bryson? You're, you get those three hits on Saturday, uh, 0 for 2 with a walk on Sunday, and then 0 for 4 in the series opener why saturday was that pitcher doing something you were able to to get on or is it just one of those things with baseball yeah, i mean i think it's just a game of baseball i mean especially after friday night you gotta have a short memory um you can't really dwell on how you did on friday leading to your saturday performance so i think it's just a baseball thing you're going day with day i uh, got elon coming up on the road east carolina knocked off the phoenix earlier this year seven to six uh in greenville so what about the rematch coming up with the phoenix tomorrow what do you uh, know about those guys I mean, they're going to be ready to play. Uh, I know last year, I think we, we played two games um, on a weekend, and then we beat them by like, it was like 15 to 1, 15 to 2 on Friday, and then Saturday we come out and lost 2 to 1. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be ready to play, and we're going to have our best game if we want to go out there and win. Everybody at this point wants to beat Big Bad East Carolina because of uh, everything you guys have done over the years. But do you find that even more in one of these in state matchups that they, you know, that it helps out their RPI, it helps out their recruiting, everything? So uh, they're coming after you, right? Yeah, I think it's both teams, too. Um, when you go and you're playing that in state team, whether it be Campbell, whether it be UNCW, I mean, there's always kind of that little heightened emotion knowing that you're playing a, an in state team. Is that, I hear it with football, like in a year where East Carolina has played. North Carolina, NC State, and maybe even App State in the same year. Mm-hmm. And it's almost it's a fictional state championship. Do you guys uh, bring that up when you play these in-state teams? No, nah, I really, really bring that up. I mean, we we know, like we just talked about, they're going to be ready for, to play. Uh, Bryson World joining us. Got some day baseball going on in Major League Baseball as well uh, as we watch the Cleveland Guardians, still strange to say, <laughs> take a 5-4 to four lead over the Royals in the seventh inning. And break up the O's. The Orioles looking for win number one on the year. Got a two-run single from Cedric Mullins, uh, North Carolina native. And the Orioles lead the Brewers 2-0 in Baltimore. That's their home opener. The Rockies with an early lead over the uh, Texas Rangers as uh, they got a C.J. Cron triple uh, to take the lead there against Texas. So we'll uh, keep you up to date on those scores on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. Thank you, Chandler. Tonight, my Braves taking on Chandler's Nationals at uh, Truist. And uh, Chandler's down on his Nats right now. we got to talk about the Hornets at some point, too. Kind of down on them as the NBA playoffs begin this week. The play-in tournament crap going on. Do you understand the play-in tournament, Bryce? I mean, I've seen a little, little bit of it, but I mean, I haven't really dove too deep in it, so I don't really understand it. Hornets play the Hawks Wednesday night. If the mm-hmm. Hornets win that game, they then have to play on Friday night against the loser of the Nets and the Cavs. So uh, the playoff, Hornets basically have to win two games to get into the playoffs. That's so, 
That's strange. <laughs> it is. It's a little odd. So that's where we are at this point. All right, uh, got UCF coming up this weekend. Four and two start to conference play. You want the sweeps, Bryson, but to be at that record winning two series, uh, feeling pretty good about where you are right now? Yeah, I mean, I think we played um, pretty good baseball. Definitely a lot better the last two weekends. And like you said, I mean, we want that we want that weekend sweep, but we just haven't been able to get it. Um, going to the UCF, I think they're five and one. They're a little ahead of us right now. And I mean, they're, they're a good team. Um, so they're going to give everything they have, but we'll be there ready to go. Did you see the uh, the drama in the UCF Memphis game? I did, yeah. Yeah. I saw a little video of it. And they were explaining to me, uh, Ryder and CJ, about the bats. So you have to have the bats tested before each series, I guess. Yeah, it, they go through like a ring test. So it's like the width of the barrel. And if, if there's any dents or um, anything going on in the barrel, then it doesn't pass. And they also have to pass like a specific compression test to make sure, I guess, the bats not. Uh, too juiced or something but i think the situation there was with the pine tar wasn't it yeah it was yeah, yeah. I saw, yeah i saw the umpires measuring it over the plate and i was like i mean it's a, what's the pine tar realistically going to do i honestly thought that was only a wood bat thing i didn't know that pine tar was even in college baseball so but first of all how many bats different bats have you used this year there's been quite a few um I think the ring te- they don't most bats only pass the ring test after you use them for a couple months. Oh, okay. So there's probably been three or four different bats, especially after you use them in the cage off the machine and stuff. They kind of get they tend to get a little dented around the around the cap. Do you like? Do you wish you could use the same bat the entire season? Or are you okay? I guess it depends on how you're doing. No, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm kind of fine with. It. I mean, they're yeah. all. I mean, they're all the same, so it's not really that big of a deal. Do you add anything to the bat before an at bat, as um, far as like pine tar or anything? We have some spray-on pine tar from Marucci. We use that. Um, so what does that help? Like, Just just grip the bat. Grip, yeah. yeah. Sometimes when I dive back in um, at first base, like a pickoff or something, my gloves will get a little dirt on them. So I like to spray that on my gloves, just get them a little sticky. Okay. So, uh, And I guess so. you're not that particular when it comes to bats since they're no, all the, the same brand yeah, or whatever? Yeah, I'm not too particular. How about the glove out there? We talked to a rider about it, his shortstop glove. He likes it. Old, worn in, broken in. Yeah. How about you with your uh, center fielder glove? Um, I'm still sticking with the old Eastern from last year. Um, we had the option to use Eastern or Rawlings, whichever one, and I still don't have my Rawlings too broken in. Um, I like the way the Eastern feels, so I'm sticking with that for right now. So I remember like Little League Baseball, and I was to the point where if I had one, like my the A2000 I had was like so sweet. Like yeah. I, would, I never wanted a different glove. I ended playing with that one. But like when you're breaking in a glove – there was like different things you could do. You like put a ball in it, tie it up. You run over it with a yeah. like do all. I've seen a lot of different ones. Yeah. So how do you uh, how do you properly break in a glove, Bryson? What's your method? Um, one or two. Th- I guess the main thing is just catch as many balls as you can with it. Uh, I guess you can use it every day for um, catch play and stuff like that. Yeah. Or if you don't really get that opportunity, you can take it in the cage and just catch it off the batting practice machine. Huh. That's a good idea. Yeah, I didn't think of that one. So there you go, kids. That's how you break in a glove. Uh, find a uh, pitching machine. And, the natural uh, way. Yeah, and break it in that way. Uh, Bryson World joining us. Uh, Bryson, as we said, uh, Road Warriors coming up, man. Yeah. Y'all be away from home a lot. You got a midweek game uh, next Tuesday against UNCW here at home. Uh, a little uh, revenge on the uh, the Seahawks there. You like to uh, to play those in state guys, yep. and then uh, but other than that, a whole lot of road games coming up for you guys. So, uh, what's what's that mindset when you you head on the road for a big conference series weekend? I don't think the mindset changes too much. Um, I know tomorrow we play at Elon and we're staying in Raleigh, the Elon Raleigh area um, that night, and we're traveling to UCF um, Wednesday morning. So you're gonna be gone for a while. Yeah, we will be. But I mean, it's. 
it's not too different. I mean, we we have the routine down. We've traveled enough already, so I mean, it's pretty much the same old, same old. How about uh, we've talked about playing like UNCW on the road, the the fans there. How about the fans at Orlando and New Orleans that you'll see these next two weekends? Anything stand out? Uh, well, I haven't played there since my freshman year, so it's been a while. But I remember UCF, they have like a little party deck out there in right, in right center, okay. I think. So they get a little rowdy out there. And I don't think Tulane has – any fans behind the fence that I can remember. But I remember they did have a good crowd when we were there um, in 2018. Did you hear any barks yesterday in Ridefield? I heard a few, yeah. I okay. heard a few dogs um, <laughs> yelling at each other. That was pretty different. Bark at the park uh, yesterday yeah. with ECU baseball. How about the uh, the field in Clearwater? It looks like a pretty cool place to play a game. Oh, that's uh, a sweet place to play, yeah. yeah. Um, you don't you only get the opportunity to play in a, a minor league park when you're playing college baseball. So anytime you go out there and play it, basically at a a major league facility because they got to play their spring training games there. So it's it's awesome. Yeah, you've been here a while, Bryson. Were you here when they had to move it to two different parks and y'all were playing at that uh, like middle school yeah. stadium? Uh, <laughs> was like, that, I just remember the view that we could watch was like through a chain link fence. It was really weird. That was uh that was 2018 as well. That's the year we won the conference tournament. Yeah, I think we had some rainouts and we had like a a 9 a.m. game against uh, Houston. I think we ended up beating like nine to one that morning. And then we had, I don't know if we played them again after or before, but yeah, it was kind of, that was different playing on those backfields. All right, and if I recall, Cliff got tossed in one of those games. Um, I might be misremembering. I know he did get tossed uh, over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. What's uh, any different when he leaves and uh, Palumbo moves to third? Uh, or is it just business as usual? Yeah, it's business as usual. It's not much different. Does he say anything to you guys after the game, or do you all just like – I think it depends he, on the situation. During the game, if he gets tossed, I think if we're, if we're behind, he kind of – Yells in the dugout, gets the crowd pumped yeah. up. But after the game, does he might apologize, say, "Hey, sorry, I didn't, shouldn't have um, lost my emotion or right. let my emotion get the best of me." But it's not much different. Who was hitting when he got tossed? Do you remember? Because I remember the circumstance. So was it was it Ben after his check swing? It was a check swing. Yeah, and the um, umpire he like a. So the catcher. So this is from what I get. The catcher appealed. And the ump at third said, said he did not swing. No, yeah, the home plate umpire just he said he did, yeah. and and called him out. And yeah. and of course, Cliff was saying this guy said he didn't swing. What are you talking about? But the home plate ump had already apparently made the call. Yeah, he I don't did. know. One of those weird deals. So yeah, Cliff uh, tossed, but that was in a W, I believe, on Saturday. Yeah, it was. Right? Yeah. That was Saturday's game. These games run together for you, or do you? They do. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Uh, do you? Are you able? If I said Bryson, how did you do in? Uh, the fifth game of the season earlier this year against so and so, could you recall it? I probably could. Yeah, you have one of those memories. Like, I, how'd you do um, at Campbell? At Campbell, I think on I, February twenty second, uh, one for five with a single. All right, let's uh, let's check the numbers here. Bryson Warhol's one for five with a single, knocked in a run. <laughs> Pretty impressive. That's uh, this is a new game we're going to play with all the players. We'll see if Zach can do this too. I'm sure he can. <laughs> That's pretty good stuff. All right, Bryson, uh, talk some Masters with the mm-hmm. the folks in before you. Did you watch it all this weekend? Yeah, I did as much as I could. Well, next year I'm going to have you give me the golfers I need to back because uh, Ryder sucks at it. Uh, he told me he was a who, golf guy. Who did he give you? Xander Shoffley, who mm-hmm. missed the cut. Paul Casey, who did not compete. Yeah, with, and yeah, he withdrew. Louis Ustazen, who competed one day. Also withdrew. <laughs> yeah. 
so uh bryson congrats you're my new golf guy <laughs> <laughs> i'll talk to you before the uh what's the next major the pga championship i guess we'll uh we'll talk to you before that one mm-hmm. so all right good stuff bryson uh appreciate you hanging out man and uh we will talk to you again next week all right see you next week thank you yep have a good trip Take a time out, come back. When we return, we'll wrap up hour number two. Take another look at our Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard and get you set for hour three, where we'll talk to Zach Agnos and Double B Brian Bailey. It's all ahead on Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out uh, David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom uh, uh, residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right. I uh, just had the volume up on the TV, <clears throat> hoping we would hit it at the right time major league baseball is now letting the umps reveal the review the call like in football like you like do in football the call on the field is overturned the the field touchdown stands. yeah stand whatever so now they're doing it in baseball i saw an absolutely electric one over the weekend in toronto those people were nuts uh for the fun blue jays this year and uh, they overturned a call, and like the crowd went crazy, and all the players were celebrating. So I thought we might have one of those moments there in Kansas City. There's not a ton of people there, but there was enough people to win the play at second. I believe it was like runners on first and second, and I guess the player had to wait on a pop fly, so the outfielder threw to second to get the force out. And they called him out. They did a review. They said the call in the field stands, and the whole crowd started booing. But I guess these are now these are the most exciting plays in baseball. Waiting for a three minute review, and then getting the answer, the official word from the umpire. That's what the ump Boo. sounds like. <laughs> Boo. What is the point of that? Are you know there... what I watched over the weekend? What? Thank you. Thanks, CJ. CJ. What? From the peanut gallery in the back i watched the savannah bananas on espn plus they over were the weekend. on the plus yes they were on the plus so i got to watch a couple of their games see some of their shenanigans and i enjoyed them immensely what did they do um instead of throwing out the first pitch they throw out a golden banana but they do this differently what they do is well in this particular case they brought out a a kid he probably was about maybe 13 14 years old they blindfolded him hmm and they tossed the banana, and the crowd had to boo if he was crawling away from the banana or cheer if he was crawling towards the banana. Oh, so before even throwing it, he had to go find the banana. No, that's how they start the game. Oh, there's there no, no first pitch. Yes, there's oh, no first pitch. Gotcha. But I thought it was quite interesting, and the whole crowd got into so it. So how and long did it take? It took all of maybe less than a minute. 
Good job, kid. Yeah, the kid Way was go, kid. kid was pretty good. I mean, he there was at the almost at the end he was kind of like right there by it, but for some reason was just his hand was just everywhere but where the banana was. But he finally did find it. So it was it was interesting. It was very interesting. They do things different there in Savannah. They do, you know. But I I still I still say if you want to add some entertainment value to the All Star Game since they took away all the mystique of American League and National League not playing each other during the year, I think they should look to the Savannah Bananas. And they That's do, all I'm saying. And they do this thing, too, where they bring this – it's a, a Hall of Famer for the Red Sox, and I forget his name. They brought him out of the stands, They yeah. bring yeah. him out of the stands. He's got a beer in his hand. He goes out there and, like, strikes out a, uh, a player. It's, it, it's, it's great fun and great entertainment there in Savannah. You know what I watched this weekend? What's that? The end of uh, – I finally finished the end of season five of Better Call Saul because the new season's coming out. Any Breaking Bad? Better oh, Call I was going to say, I was like, that's associated with the show, but I couldn't remember Breaking Bad. Was, yeah. That was the one. And yeah. apparently season six of Better Call Saul, which is coming out next week, I believe. Um, Brian Cranston and Jesse, I can't remember the actor's name from breaking bad are going to be in better call saul so people are excited about that oh okay um better better what better crawl saul call saul better call saul you serious what do you do when you leave work (laughs) i don't watch that okay he was playing golf all week you've never heard of it you've never heard of better call saul no i've never watched breaking bad and i've heard of better call saul Am Have I, you heard of Breaking am Bad? Am I supposed to know it? Have you heard of Breaking Bad? Yes. Have you seen it? No. I've never Have seen Breaking Bad. Have you ever watched Bad. a good TV show? You no, know? I don't watch TV shows. It's okay. You don't know what a good TV show would look like. No. Nah. What is your idea? If of it a, walked in front of me. What's, nah. the, what's, your, what's your favorite TV show you ever watched? Full House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Have you dear. watched Fuller House? I started. What? What yeah. is that? What are those two words put together mean? I don't understand. I've never seen that. So really, you're just I've not, never watched good well, TV. That's fine. I, I don't mean to get on you if you're just not a TV guy. I'm not a TV guy. All right. I, got, I am. I'm a radio guy. I am so. I'm kind of envious of you that there's so many great shows that you have never laid your eyes upon. You got so much le- to do later in life when I'm you, saving it up when you slow down from going to bachelor parties and things <laughs> like that. And, <laughs> When you uh, get golf old. week golfing weekends with yeah. the buddies all right and so i watched the end of that and i started a new series which chandler's never heard of i wonder if you guys heard of it everybody i say everybody a lot of people are talking about it it's a show called severance on apple tv i have heard of it haven't watched it it's pretty dark i like weird shows so it's up my alley but it's almost i couldn't I could only watch like one at a time because it's it's pretty dark. Well, you so did say you, like you watch weird games? shows. I, you like to watch shows that have kind of dark undertones. Yeah. Whereas I would define my show taste as more weird than what yours are. Uh, Squid Game, uh, it was all right. I watched it. I don't know. I did. <laughs> hey, I'm proud of you for hearing about it. Though. I heard about it. Yeah. I heard it was weird. <laughs> oh, okay. But see, I don't now. If I do watch stuff, I don't watch the weird stuff like that. Like I heard Squid Games was very, very strange, very dark, very yeah. like weird. So what do you? Weird. But 
You're just a boring so what, guy? So what do you watch when you do watch? I mean, other than Full House, what do you watch? Uh, I'm, I'm Golden actually, Girls? I, I'm actually starting to watch... All right, so the Euphoria show. Okay, uh, I watch Euphoria. That. I watch right. Euphoria. Okay, um, that's a good one. And now season three, get this, season three is not until 2024. I know. Ridiculous, right? Yeah, they're taking anyway, two years off. Um, I watch Wine on a Earp. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to ErpCon and coming up soon. Shut up. No, but um, I For did. those who are just new listeners, that's my favorite show. Um, but I'm watching Winning Time um, with Mag- about Magic Johnson and the Lakers and Jerry Buss. Um, so that that's really good. Yeah. And now, if it's, and now, if it is sports related, I will watch it. All right, uh, I got a list of some of the like most popular, most watched TV shows. I want to see if you've seen or heard of them. Have you heard of Mad Men? I have. I have. But you've never seen it? No. How about, oh, this Justified, one of my favorites. Mm-mm. Oh, is that about the uh, superheroes? Nope. Uh, I know Justice League. <laughs> I've heard of it. I, I think I've watched maybe two episodes, but I have heard of it. There that was, is a great show. There was a show back in the day, and it did not last long. Under the Dome. I watched that. <laughs> I watched that. I, that. Taylor, why don't you watch good shows? Why did you pick that show to be the show you watched? I was wondering why it went off. <laughs> it come to find out it was a bad show. I was like... Well, I started watching it too. But I mean, I was like, "Wow!" It was these people can't get out of this dome. <laughs> they're in the dome, <laughs> and they're under it. They're under the dome. I watched it too because it was like Stephen King. Yes, like yeah, based was, off yeah, that or whatever. Yeah. I, well, I have I have great shows for you to watch if you want to watch something. Let me know. Okay, but uh, far hey, look, Better Call Saul is third on this list. Fargo, heard of it, never watched it. Chandler's looking at me with a blank stare. It's a movie and a show you've never heard of either. Neither. Oh dear. Um, you need so you got HBO Max then. Yes. So have you watched True Detective? Mm-mm. Sopranos. Yes, I have seen the Sopranos. The Wire. I haven't seen all Sopranos, but I've watched a lot of it. The Wire. No, but I've heard of it. You should watch True Detective season one. Okay. Um, is that the one with Matthew McConaughey? I have, yeah. heard, I, I have I've heard of it, never watched it. What is The Wire about? I've heard that several That's times. That's a Baltimore crime scene, but it's like, it's almost too realistic. It's really, it's a great show. Uh, five seasons. That's on HBO Max? Season one of uh, like Westworld, I was so excited about that. I thought that was going to become my new loss, but it, it really went out of control. Now, I've heard from everybody that I have to watch Yellowstone. And I know you and Morgan Ehlers are, are fans of it. Yeah, it's not my favorite I think Mike show. Mike Houston's a, a fan of it, but it's a good, it's a pretty good show. It's a, it's a western soap opera, like a country cowboy kind of soap opera. Oh, those I used to, you know, you always call me an old soul. Yeah, Bonanza. I always loved Bonanza. <laughs> those God. old westerns. CJ, the, the, the Rifleman. Oh my gosh! Stop. No, see, I was, oh no, that yeah, Hoskins. If, 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 if I'm gonna go cowboy, I was a, I was I'm going. Big, I'm I, going Dallas. I was a big Hoskins. Just straight guy. Dallas. CJ, did you want to say something? Yeah. Whenever he gets real close to me like this, I assume he wants to say something. I was gonna ask if anybody's seen How I Met Your Mother. Yes, That's I have. I I watched that. That's your that. favorite show. So I you're watched a that. Guy. That's your favorite show. But. <laughs> It's one of the few series that I watch from start to finish. <laughs> yeah, all right. I would say comedy wise, I'm I'm Seinfeld, kind of kind of generic. I love I loved Friends. I loved Home Improvement. 
Home Improvement was right up my alley. All right, fair enough. There you go. What were the other I'm ones? I'm sorry I disappointed you, you guys. Uh, I'm sorry. I've already clicked off of it. Oh, now. okay. Stranger Things, we talked about that. That series is coming back this year, I believe. I believe it's either this year or next year, but we're supposed that to be getting a release. That is a very popular show. I did yes. not get into it. I might need to give it another chance. I, Sim, our buddy Sim says, if you have Paramount, the mayor of Kingstown. Yeah, I've heard of that one. I've yet to watch that yet. But Sim, I might check that one out after I'm done with the uh, Severance. I, uh, you know, there's very few series that I, that'll kind of get your attention, um, and uh, and kind of hold your attention. And Stranger Things, plus it's it's set in the '80s. That's right in my wheelhouse. So I like that one. Chad asked anybody watch Oz back in the day. I did not watch that. He said he just started rewatching it. Tyler says, does Chandler watch Step by Step? what is that but i did uh, i did that's like that's that was a tgi friday lineup yeah you had the guy that lived outside in the uh what was his name shirley oh my god it started with a c didn't it it like cody cody or colby or yeah, something like yeah. that i can't remember his name right off the top of my head he lived in the like an rv or something yeah like, in yeah. the parking lot right? he basically lived in a van down by the river basically all right i watched starting that live there's your TV segment. Also, I don't know what Redbeard's referring to, but he says uh, Chandler's awful lippy for someone who didn't work the busiest weekend of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Redbeard. I well played. Ne- I, I can never fight with Redbeard. He always comes back strong. What if, like, I don't know, ECU's got a big home series at Wichita State, and Zach Agnos is like, hey, I got a bachelor party to go to. Like, do you think good for him? Do you think Cliff would let him stay on the team? Well, of course not. He's playing in a baseball game. Well, why should we keep you? The answer, Chandler, you should say is, is blowing in the wind. You need me more than I need you. Oh yeah, say that next time somebody asks. <laughs> Got you. Say oh, that. I say that a lot. Yeah, that's when your answer. Get, I don't want you to do it, honey. You're gonna need me before I'm gonna need you. Say this job needs me more than I need this job. This job needs me more than I need this job. There you go. Do I need to say it louder? Yeah. Um, I already <laughs> forgot what to say. Right. Let's go to break. Zach Agnos is here. Zach Agnos will join us when we return on Pirate Radio Live as we continue on the Players Lounge, brought to you by Delcor, also Brian Bailey, in Hour 3, and we'll make you a winner. Open up the booty bag. A lot more to go on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. 
Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All righty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday, a Players' Lounge Monday, the Players' Lounge here on Pirate Radio Live brought to you by Delcor. Delcor, the service professionals. You can call them for any size cooling, heating, plumbing, repair job, 321-8868. Visit DelcorInc.com. And wrapping it up with us on the Players' Lounge today is Pirate Shortstop, pitcher, second base, third, whatever you need him to do. Zach Agnos joins us. Zach, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Uh, thank you for having me. Looking forward to another good session. So yesterday, it was uh, after five innings at Clark LeClaire, I tweeted that Cameron Bay has not allowed a hit. East Carolina does not have a hit. The Wichita State pitcher has a no-hitter. I tried to get everything I could out there, get the mojo going to work against him, and then Agnos comes up, hits a double yep. to lead off the six. So I feel like I did my part. <laughs> you did. How about you guys, uh, while that's happening, Zach, do you – are you saying, guys, we got a zero in the hit column? Like, is that a conversation going on? We or? try not to talk about it because I don't feel like I feel like everybody start panicking a little bit. Okay, like oh, but um, I mean, in the back of everybody's minds, we kind of knew we hadn't had a hit, um, or at least I knew. But you know, I, I mean, I knew we were going to break the seal at one point, and then just uh, I thought we were going to roll from there. And when you get run to a good arm like that, uh, he limited the he limited the damage pretty dang well. Yeah, and their shortstop made a great play that we'll talk yeah. about in a moment. But how about when Cooch or heck Ryder, the way he's, if one of your guys has a no hitter through five, six, seven, you definitely don't the talk heck about that. No. no, no, no. You're you're like almost overcompensating not to talk about. It, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. You like start to say you'll be like. Hey Star, oh, like if I'm talking Star in that de- on defense, I'm like, hey Star, look at the, I was like, look at the, look at the cloud, right? <laughs> and just try to, you know, kind of try to say it without saying it. Actually, um, usually keeps the mojo going, but sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes we'll still ruin it. I went the entire, and now I can talk about Riders ERA, but I, I hinted around it. I said for folks that want to look at Riders stats, you can go pull them up on ecpirates.com. Mm-hmm. But I would not mention to him that he had not allowed a run all year. But I now he has, so I can talk about it. I right. Like. I didn't even realize that either. I knew he pitched really well. Yeah. And I, you know what? I actually didn't know that. Look, if I actually thought about it. But, <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's I, I, that's how superstitious well, I am, Ryder, just like watching sports. Ryder was kind of uh, – Steven Igo, I think, tweeted something about it. And Ryder was like, all right, seriously, dude. And yeah. I, I don't know when it was, but he's like, he told dude, me about just that. jinxed it. But Yeah didn't seem to harm Ryder too much well that's kind of that's the kind of person Stephen Igo is and I'm glad you guys recognize that, that he is just the, the the hater of all haters uh Stephen Igo will join us tomorrow on the show tune in for that uh so Zach how about you have flashed the leather a lot at short this year your counterpart Stewart and I'll give him full credit and get his full name here because he made some great plays this Andrew? weekend yeah. Andrew Stewart so you're on third uh one out Mm -hmm. he goes willie mays style in uh shallow center catches it over the shoulder now at that point you know as a shortstop he's got to turn around and make a perfect throw to get you yeah and what happened he turned around made a perfect Perfect throw throw. and just got you there i mean hats off to him right Right, yeah i told i told him uh, in my post game interview yesterday i said if i had that play again happen 
10 times again i'm making the same decision right um yeah just happened to be the one time he put the throw on the money and honestly like the throw was good it wasn't perfect took the catcher a little bit back but then the catcher made a good tag on me i don't know i tried to like swim around him didn't really look very pretty i watched the video my slide slide looked really <laughs> awkward but um yeah and you know that's something that's the way the game was going like i wanted to try to make a play to yeah. get some momentum into our dugout and the shortstop just made a play that i've never seen made before oh it was beautiful and and um you answered my next question already i was gonna say do you go back and look at it and say oh, i should have stayed on third no you're yeah, going I'm, and you're taking that chance that that throw is going to be a little offline which 75 85 yeah. percent of the time it's gonna be right right yeah 100 so. percent. that's a tip of the cap to the Andrew Stewart there. Credit to him and uh, and credit to Wichita State for uh, for not getting swept because things uh, did not go their way the previous two days, but they were able to win it yesterday. And uh, Zach, uh, like you said, sometimes you what was that? What was uh, Cameron Bay doing yesterday to keep the bats silent? I uh, mean, he had a good fat. He had really really good fastball, but off of that, he had a even better breaking ball that he threw in any count, every count. And we just really like anytime someone would get on, he just kind of silence us like it's just it was really tough as an offense because it, it felt like we couldn't breathe because every at bat i felt like every hitter was in, t- in a two strike count right. so it was just relentless by him relentless and that's all you really can describe it as yesterday so i talked about game two i gave credit to bryson and uh when he was here and jacob jenkins cower for their three hit performances i left you out i apologize oh. three for five three ribbies on uh saturday so uh what was going right for you in the play that game it's just everything kind of fell into place. Um, you know, I, was, I wasn't too aggressive. I wasn't too passive. Um, laid down a good bunt with two outs to get another run across. And then Coach Godwin got ejected in my last at-bat, so I felt like I kind of I, I, I knew I had to pick him up because um, he just kind of got himself thrown out for – I mean, I, I got my own opinion on that. But uh, he, he got thrown out, um, and I knew I had to just have his back because he's had our back all year. Just resetting that real quick because I was trying to remember who it was, and Bryson said it was Newton. And I guess if you were up next, that was it was Ben yeah. Newton that was up. So <laughs> checks the swing. Now this is from the what we were talking about in the press box. The catcher appeals to third, and the umpire says he did not swing. Right, but the home plate umpire had already said he went around. Yeah, is that the whole deal? And then Cliff is obviously saying. Hey, yeah. he said he didn't swing. What are we doing? He, he right. Appeared. In my own opinion, as I mentioned earlier, I said I have my own opinion. <laughs> it was that he shouldn't have gotten thrown out. I heard every single word that was said before and, and after and after he got thrown out. Um, but before he got thrown out, he wasn't like – he wasn't saying, you suck. Like, that was terrible. He was like – he was more saying, like, he's like, you have three other umpires in the field. Like, use them. Yeah. Like, I was like – he's like, that guy at third has a better view than you, and he said he didn't swing. That's not your call. And then he didn't get a warning, and just got thrown out. And then had his com- had his calm, collected, um, heartfelt conversation with the umpire after. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you going to say that after every cliff ejection, or has he earned a few of his throwouts in the past? Mm. <laughs> okay, I think you just uh, answered it. Well, my, I'm, I'm just thinking about my freshman year against Indiana when I got rung up on a terrible pitch, mm. and he just completely lost lost it and i mean i'm not saying he shouldn't i I also think it was partially to get the dugout going i think he's got a reason behind why he gets ejected sometimes sure i don't think he was trying to get ejected yesterday and i don't think he deserved to get ejected yesterday um but you know he that's 
I really love it. You know, you know the coach's got your back, so that's yeah. really awesome. How many times has he or Palumbo or somebody said, let us do the talking, not you? Like, oh, is that something just, they uh they Every about? time someone says something to an umpire. Yeah. So it's pretty uh, – not I, we actually do a good job of not saying anything to the umpire if we think we have a bad call but i'll say that too like i see college baseball across the nation and usually it's on egregious calls that like flash up on twitter yeah. and the player will go crazy and it's hard not to in that circumstance yeah. but watching a ton of ecu baseball you guys really for the most part don't go after the ump so yeah well that, i i was talking to a dude on odu uh, during the game, it was like a review. They're reviewing it or something, and the kid had just, or one of the guys struck out. The uh, Wheeler kid struck out, and like pointed to the place in the ground where he thought the ball was. Hmm. And I told him, I was like, "Yeah, we would not be playing if we did that to an umpire. Like, coaches don't accept that, and yeah. they always tell us that they'll handle that, and not us." Speaking of which, did you see the uh, the Tennessee player? He was like crawling into home and touched the plate with his okay, finger. I actually know that guy. Okay. He, uh, well, I don't know. I, I've i hit with him a few, like twice. Okay. Uh, he actually has a twin brother that went to Tennessee as well, plays with the Tigers. But this guy I hit with back home, grew up playing with him. He plays for the Rockies. He's actually very talented. Uh, grew up with them, and he's like, hey, these guys are coming to hit. And I introduced myself, and he's like, yeah, I go to Tennessee. And we kind of kept in touch. and mm-hmm. So I sent him that. I was like, dude, this is hilarious. He's like, yeah. He's like, it's like a little bench warmers action. I was like, yeah. Tennessee, we were talking about the Savannah Bananas earlier. Are you familiar yeah, with their yeah, hijinks? Yeah. And uh, Tennessee's almost the college version of that with the theatrics. Their coach is pretty animated oh, as yeah. well. He's Yeah. And uh, and it's working for them because I believe they're still undefeated in SEC play. Yeah, they are. But did you hear that they're playing, I think, their midweek game? Someone told me this. I, you know what? I don't trust this. I, my, it was from do I need to look something up? Yeah, you might. Tennessee schedule? But they might be playing with the wood bat this midweek. Like, they may be – I don't know. Um, we well, who decides that? Great question. Someone told me this, and I could be sounding very dumb right now. Yeah. Um, don't believe everything you hear. It's against Tennessee Tech, I believe. Yeah, well, there is yeah. Tennessee Tech. So it would be this Tuesday. Um, let's see, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll see if we can find any. Uh... Nah, I don't, all right, don't quote me on that. Here we go. Yeah. Tennessee breaking out the wood bats. So I wasn't. So Ben Newton's not crazy. They will be using wooden bats for the first time in recent memory. The Vols and Smokies played an exhibition game 2006, which is the last time they used wood bats. All right. That's pretty cool. You're breaking some news here, Timmy, and you are correct. Let's go. Yeah. Thanks, Ben Newton. What do you think about that? Wood or. Uh... <laughs> aluminum i think it's i think wood's good but i just think it's a little weird um so those summer leagues you play in are yeah wood, bat, wood right? bat right but you like they it's <clears> just <throat> in the middle of the season you go metal wood for one game and then that is weird metal. Yeah. i think that would kind of wood's a different feel of a bat than metal wood bats tend to be a little more end heavy and and they better check those tennessee bats by the way <laughs> yeah make sure there's <laughs> stickers on them no. have you had a home run in a wood bat game i have i hit three this summer what uh excuse me what <laughs> what are the uh how about the sound of it oh, is it a sweeter sound it is incredible that's got to be cool i got some videos of it if, I'll, if you want heck yeah later. that's got to be a cool sound <laughs> it's it's, a, it's like a i can't describe it. it's like a cracking like splintering it's just such like a it's so like soothing to watch like i got i'll honestly like i watch it before we play because i'm like like it just like 
That's cool. Just nice. watch. I, I like. I watch a lot of videos of myself like doing performing well, so I can just like embed it in my head. Hey, let's go do it. Like, yeah, let's just repeat that. And yeah. one of them is a home run I hit this summer, and it was. It's just the best sound of a bat like i've ever heard i don't know if i could make myself sound like a bigger loser but there's nothing more i like watching than like ronald acuna bp wood bat oh yeah and just the noise it's, the violent noise it makes and well, it's sweet and violent like, at the same time when i go home and hit the guy i was talking about <clears throat> the plays with the rockies his name is brenton doyle just an absolute freak in nature like six five like like bryson like built like bryson mm. probably a little bit taller and i mean he's in the cage hitting balls 110 with a wood bat and it's just like <laughs> and i'm just like sitting there i'm just like literally eyes closed just listening to it i was yeah. like i love this, this that's cool the best sound ever so i asked bryson i didn't know how tied you guys were to your bats and it sounds like you can't get too tied to them because yeah. they will become illegal over time or right. dented or mine whatever. uh mine failed this week this weekend and I was, ah is that a bummer i was pretty upset but well you hit pretty well i yeah i hit all right <laughs> um coach Gowan always tells us the indian not the arrow yeah, uh-huh. not the arrow. I like right. that. So that kind of kept me even headed, even Indian keeled. Right. You're mm-hmm. thinking about that. At the yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's me. It's me. It's not the bat. What? Uh, on that note, and, and Chandler, we talk about this when Mully comes around. Mike Mullis is a coach, done a lot of training, but I'll say stuff to him like, yeah, you know, squash the bug or keep your A to C. Yeah. Like it's, what? Are, like what are your? Uh, I don't know what. Now that you're at the college level, what right. has stuck with you, if anything, from like little league baseball, like learning how to swing a bat? Um, Any of that stuff at all? You know, I will say this was my John, my oldest brother, was like his friend's dad, and he's pretty smart about baseball. He said, just swing like you're putting on a seatbelt. You take your seatbelt from right here. Never heard that. And one. take it to your right hip. So it's like the same. <laughs> it's like the same action. Yeah. Boom. And then um, I also. I mean, I don't think about it like to the extent, but I think sure. a little bit of knob to pitcher just to keep my hands inside. Um, just little things like that yeah. that stick with you over time. Yeah. That's cool. I like the seatbelt deal. That's uh, it's, it's like A to C. Yeah, like, A to C. Well, I was always told this. It was like it goes A B C D, and you just go A to C. Mm-hmm. Skip B. There you go. If you go to B, you get in trouble. Hitting uh, B's bad. B's bad. That's what it was. Little leaguers, if you're tuned in, there's some hitting lessons from alligator, uh, alligator hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got that. Uh, you ever seen uh, Ron Washington and oh, like Ozzy Albies and, and Dansby Swanson do their it's stuff? It's so much fun to watch. Yeah, uh, I could watch it all. I watched like a 10 minute video on, it and I was like, this is awesome. So, uh, and your shortstop play has been pretty solid this year. You happy with your defensive? Play? Yeah, I am. There's a few like against Cincinnati. Like, I slid in the six hole, and I felt like I could have thrown the guy out. But overall, I've been pretty happy with it. And, you know, I practiced there in the fall and then and then got moved here a few, few whatever, week or two ago. And I really feel like I've been playing solid defense, and uh, I feel like it's put me in more of a leadership role in the field too, which is what I'm happy about. So, And uh, I was watching on television, so it might have been ODU on Wednesday, but it was a play where you're deep in the hole. You kind of slip. Oh, I think yeah. you're on the outfield grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you gunned the dude out at first. Yeah, that, that didn't feel too good. Uh, Awkward slip there yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like I put my feet, my right foot into plant to throw, and it, or not even plant to throw, just to plant to like get my momentum start to go back that way. And my cleat slipped because the grass was slick. Like the grass had dew on it, so it just slipped. Yeah. And then I, like, replanted, and I was like, I can't shuffle, so I just had to get rid of it off my back leg. Nailed him. Nailed him. I guess that helps with the uh, 
the pitching as well that right. arm you got uh speaking of which i asked about a previous game this year uh you earned the win against elon last mm-hmm. time you guys yeah. played so i asked bryson whirl it was kind of funny because i was like if i asked you what you did in a certain game could you remember and he was like nah and he was like yeah actually i probably could yeah he definitely so could. i did the third game fourth game of the season he said one for five rbi he was right can i test you on that real quick yeah let's see all right so let's go let's go at duke that's a memorable yeah, midweek game. I remember every single at bat. All right, so what'd you do? So first at bat, uh, lined out to right on a slider. Oh, you had a big game this game. Yeah, I went two for three <laughs> with a walk. How about two walks? Two walks. Um, I had a single in the left and then a single up the middle when the infield was in. Knocked and in two. Yeah, two, R- yeah three. two RBIs on that single up the middle, and I scored three times. Um. Yeah. Okay. You are pretty good. I'm gonna have to go back next week. I'm gonna go back like two years ago and see how you do. This is reminding me like Sean McVay. Yep. Uh, remembering yes. all the plays. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Every that, single play. Like, the duh. play that was ran. The guy that made the tackle. Ten, yeah. ten seventeen second quarter. You got the ball at the thirty eight. What happened on that play? Yeah. And he's like, boom, 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 yeah. boom. Yeah. Maybe you got one of those beautiful minds there. So. I hope so. I yeah. hope so. Is that working in the classroom? You're doing good? No comment. I'm just kidding. Yes, it's it's working. (laughs) All right, so you get the series win. Feeling good about that. And uh, four and two in league play. You want sweeps, but next best thing is is taking care of business Mm -hmm. these series, right? Right. That's it. Um, I haven't looked at UCF really. Nobody really has. I mean, I'm sure the coaches have just to look at arms, but they're good. I remember early in the season, I think they took one from Ole Miss. And uh, I really, th- it's always a dogfight between us two because we both want that top spot. And uh, I'm not looking past Elon by any means, but we're talking about conference right now. So, yeah, um, it's kind of fun too, right? It's very early in the year, a lot of uh, conference baseball left, but like you said, fighting for the top. Right. And it gives you something to kind of reach for. It's like starting off the season. If you get 10 hits in that first weekend, like you're more, it's going to be a lot easier to keep hitting rather than. You get no hits. You got to dig yourself out of a hole, right? So, yeah. if we, uh, I mean, this weekend is going to be huge for us. I mean, um, if we go down there and sweep, which is what we plan to do, then it really could uh, set us up and set the tone for the rest of the conference play. Uh, UCF coming off an emotional game on Sunday. Oh, yeah. See the videos on that one? Yes. Yeah. Little George Brett. Yeah. Action. Came, uh, all we missed was him storming out of the dugout, <laughs> yeah. being held back. Yeah. Um, do you doctor your batter at all? Like, do you put anything on it? Because that was a Pontar deal, uh, nah, I guess, which I, I mean, didn't even I put, know Pontar was a deal in college. I put Pontar on it, but no, I mean, the most doctoring I do is banging on a pole as a joke, but not too hard. Like, like. Yeah. Just to joke with people and tell them to wake up. But Remember back in the day, you could like, um, you would cork your your plastic bats oh, and stuff. That what, was so much did, fun. Or even you your use, aluminum bat. What did you use for your? Well, bats? I remember we used to like. Well, for one thing, we would put like tennis balls in the um, in the aluminum bats. Really, take the caps off. I'm, yeah, I remember doing that. And then, oh, we'd stuff anything we could in those plastic we put, bats. We put wet newspaper. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Well, we, uh, well, I was always way younger with Jake and all his buddies and John, so I would be walking up there. That would be as tall as me and be like ten pounds, <laughs> and I was to be swinging and doing circles. But I, hey, I'll, I'll give it to myself. I was standing out there. I was getting mad when I wanted to get hit. I treated it like a real game. Yeah, I could tell. I could probably bet you Agnos has played some serious ass oh, games. Oh my gosh, yeah. That no, ended it, in crying or fighting. screaming or fighting. And fighting. It was <laughs> it was fighting, and then uh, Jake would take a cheap shot, and then I'll cry. <laughs> 
<laughs> fun times with diagnosis uh real quick you said last week uh your brother jake was about to report so yeah. is he yeah. where is he at florida yeah he's in tampa right now okay uh, he's doing well sent us a picture of his locker good uh he's all excited and uh he says the staff is real excited to get him going so and who is the other pirate on the in the yankees Ball, organization? yeah what well, now i ran into him and he's having some injury deal yeah, right surgery i don't know exactly what it is but he's rehabbing now so i ran into him at a basketball game actually i don't know i think he's still here yeah I, uh, actually i don't know in fact i should check in with him and get him on the show and ask him myself how about yeah, that how about that. Do that let's do that uh but good stuff man shirley uh, is doing a great job keeping up with the minor leaguers and i saw she's just been to oh by the way tyler said let zach agnos know if he needs extra life and candy crush i got him i don't know what that's referring to do you uh i'm a pretty active candy crush player Big candy crush guy i will let you know tyler i appreciate that that's nice to hear i i'll be playing it uh on wednesday when uh we're on the plane so i don't i can't get wi-fi but as soon as i get off and we dr- we're driving to ucf i will be hitting you up you I doing the it. the uh other gaming the uh, show not recently i uh, i really want to get the show uh i don't have the new one I got last year yeah need uh, to get it play a little bit of fortnite here and there but okay we were in a fun, uh, like, I go, myself. We were in a, um online franchise. Oh, really? Playing against each other. Need oh, to get you in that. Oh, uh, yeah. Good. Do you do uh, Diamond Dynasty or anything? Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of fun, too. Uh, um, putting I, together your lineups with the legends and I've, stuff. I've ran through some controllers. <laughs> that is uh, addictive it's as bad. all get out, It's bad. Because you're like... And I, the games last long. They're like a 30-minute game. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. You got to find workarounds. Like, if you do those little... um now i can't remember the name of it where you fill in each uh what's it called somebody help me out uh, uh <laughs> conquest conquest yeah, yeah if yeah. you do those you can rack up a lot of points in a shorter amount of time yeah, right, uh, right 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 but anyway nobody cares nobody i do it's okay. um yeah shirley's been putting updates jake washer one for four over the weekend also dates uh our former intern she's gonna be mad i forgot her name what's her name you mean making mistakes, oh, Macon? God, Macon's going to be really angry at me. <laughs> Lovely gal, that Macon. Trey Benton made an appearance. How about three Ks in an inning and a third? Go. Good for Trey. Norbs, one for six Friday night, three for four Saturday, one for four. Had a hit in every game over the weekend. So we're keeping up with uh, all these guys, Zach. And again, that's uh, awesome. that's awesome to see, but also kind of gives you hopefully a little glimpse in the future, right? Yeah, let's hope so. Let's yeah. hope so. Good stuff. All right, Zach. Well, thanks for hanging out, man. Your guys are hitting the road, so uh, have fun on the road, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right, sounds good. I appreciate it. Zach Agnos joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. Shirley, you want to cut that music and open up the booty bag? Oh, yeah. Hold on one second. That makes somebody a winner right now. There we go. Calling all booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, let's get this Monday started off right, Shirley. What are we giving away today? How about a large two-topping pizza courtesy of Domino's? All right, get the door. It's Domino's, and it can be yours for free if you're caller number nine. Caller nine three one seven twelve fifty. We'll be back with more. Brian Bailey joins us when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Houghton, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank, located on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. And congratulations to Brad Woodard of Farmville. Picked up a large two-topping pizza courtesy of Domino's. Domino's of Greenville has three locations to take care of you. Every day, all three topping pieces are only $7.99 each for carryout. And order online today at dominoes.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is Cliff Brock. All righty. If you need some uh, viewing to go along with your listening, uh, turn your televisions, if you get the network, to MLB Network because our friend Ariel Epstein, uh, her show along with Matt Vaskersian, premiered at five o'clock today it's on mlb tv they're talking baseball they're talking bets and uh just really cool to see our buddy ariel all the way up at mlb network doing a show turn your stations turn on your stations. turn on your stations spinal spinal it's um, my back in fact ariel asked friend of the show could she join us friday last friday and i'd forgotten that the Yankees had a day game, and she said, of course I would, but I'm going to Yankee Stadium with my grandpa. So uh, we'll talk to her soon and get some prop bets. What a life she lives. She's living the dream. Speaking right of the Yankees, they're going to be playing the Orioles this weekend. <laughs> wow. <The> Yankees win. <laughs> you don't say. Well, I was doing something different. Wow. Chandler was being a jerk. I was doing the Yankees. Oh, wait, the camera's not on me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Wait, hold on. Do it again. Do it there's again. A, <laughs> no, no, don't do it again. A bird uh, just flew in the station. <laughs> y'all see that bird? Yeah, it was chirping all right. All right, uh, Shirley, let's uh, hear some of Mike Houston after the spring game. Get his thoughts on it. We'll talk to Brian Bailey coming up in just a moment. But first, Mike Houston's comments following East Carolina tying whatever happened on Saturday. Mike Houston talked about it. Exciting finish right there. we got to kind of see uh, – See how that uh, whole thing worked out, but uh, you know, great competition. Uh, I thought the defense, uh, you know, really was uh, dominant throughout the first half, and uh, you know, it really looked looked. I, I say as good as we looked all spring defensively. Uh, so that's uh, good to see from a defensive standpoint. Obviously, not real happy with uh, our offense in the first half, but uh, the offense did respond in the second half. Had a scoring drive there, and then put us down in a position right there to uh, you know to make the game interesting at the end. So. He just seemed to, to really kind of find a rhythm. Just your thoughts on it. Well, I thought he got uh, a lot more comfortable out there. Um, you know, and that's that's the reason we wanted to get a lot of snaps today. Is this is as close as we can get to a to a game setting for him. Uh, and we've we've saw just so much more maturity from him, and just that relaxing out on the field this spring. And uh, you know, obviously, one thing that stood out to me was just his athleticism in the pocket. You know, his ability to avoid the rush and extend plays, and certainly he runs well enough uh, to hurt you with his legs once he gets outside the pocket, as well as throws throws pretty well on the run. Obviously, the offense and defense kind of knows what each other has at this point. Oh, yeah. Did you allow yeah. the coordinators to throw any little kinks in there? Or? Well, I mean, 
they know each other about as well as as, as you can. I mean, the, the defense. Uh, I mean, they know every 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 call and everything. So the offense, uh, you know, both of them tried to mix it up a little bit, but there's only so much you can do. You know, we've, you've gone against each other for 15 days now, so uh, you know, you know, you know each other about as well as you can. Do you think this has been the best spring ball you've had since you've been here? Oh, no doubt. I mean, I made our uh, our defensive coaches watch the 2019 spring game about a week ago, uh, which that game there was no defense at all, uh, and you know just. It just the thing that stood out was just the speed and the physicality that you play with now versus what was absent then. And so uh, I just think the experience coming back, uh, you know, the kids know how to work, know how to compete. Uh, and I think that, uh, you know, that's the reason you kind of see them able to operate the way they were today. As, as well as Mason played and as much confidence as you started to gain in him, what does it mean to the program to have a kid like uh, Holton decide to come back and use that? that extra year and, and be back with you guys again? Well, there's there's no substitution for experience. And Holton's a, a great player, but he's also a very experienced player. And the thing that, you know, you guys haven't seen all spring is just, I think, his command of the, the complete offense. Uh, and then, you know, he's throwing the ball with so much more zip this spring than he has in the past. He's trimmed down. He's running much better. But just when he walks out there, you know, he's able to get everybody set uh, you know, a couple a couple of times today we weren't in the right uh, formation offensively with some of the younger quarterbacks because uh, it, it's just there's so much out there. You know, with Holton, I mean, he's like having a coach on the field. So uh, certainly he means a lot to our team. He means a lot to that room. He's been a great mentor to Mason and Ryan, uh, and he will continue. I've, I've told him his job is to lead our team, and his job is to make sure that those young guys are ready for when he's gone. Coach, was Mason going against the first or second defense or a mix? Or? It was a mix. Um, you know, I started you know, pulling a few of the guys at halftime, uh, and then by the third quarter, all the starters were out. Or by, by, excuse me, by the fourth quarter, all the starters were out. You guys ended a tie. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm telling you. Uh, you know, you had 15 seconds left, so you should have been able to get a, get a play off and kill it. Uh, that's you know that's that's a lot right there to not get it but uh you know if that last play was a tackle for a loss then you know the defense wins the game with a tackle for a loss because they get one point so we're gonna have to review that when we get inside <laughs> certainly the defensive kids are they were pretty critical of uh, of, of that uh, last uh, deal there at the end is there a ruling on the field on that play <laughs> well, that would have to be <laughs> the ruling on the field i don't know because they never just spot the ball you know because that's kind of what the guys are going by up, upstairs is where's the box at uh, you know, but uh, so since they didn't spot the ball, we need to look at it on film to see who the winner was. If it is a tie, what, who gets the, the winner? I may feed them all beanie weenies. Post <laughs> 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 the ring ceremony there, yeah. special moment, icing oh, yeah. on the cake to spring ball. Well, Let's talk about that. Just icing on a cake to, uh, you know, to, 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 to 2021 season. I mean, I think that's it. And certainly, you know, the guys, they earned these, okay? Uh, and, you know, I, I know we didn't win a bowl game. I understand that. But, you know, that's not the kids' fault. I mean, they were prepared to win it, I promise you. You know, they had a week of, of practice uh, that I felt like we were going to go out and we were going to light it up offensively. I mean, we were on it offensively all week in practice. And so, you know, from where this program was uh, three years ago when we walked in here to where these kids have brought it now, you know, they deserve to have something to, uh, to celebrate last season. All right, there is Mike Houston, and uh, Troy mentioned it earlier. Seems like he's in the the best mood he's been in in a while, especially uh, during spring. And, and man, everything just sounds so positive right now. Sounds like a great, productive spring for this East Carolina 
football team and uh, wraps it up with a ring ceremony, rewarding the guys for what happened uh, last season and also getting ready for the 2022 football campaign. All right, let's take another break. We'll come back. Brian Bailey will join us when we return. We'll talk more spring football, a little baseball, and uh, have more for you on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you on a Monday after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, hunting, defense and personal protection including a wide variety for ladies and youth they will buy sell and trade carolina caliber locally owned and operated since 1960 on fire tower road in winterville now let's head back in to prl here's clip all right uh, some news coming out this afternoon that the aac player of the year in basketball will have a new home next season kendrick davis from smu has entered the transfer portal Portal Combat! It is Portal Combat out there as uh, Davis from SMU on the move. They'll have a new coach. They'll have some new players just like uh, East Carolina and a lot of teams around the country. Let's uh, head out to the Pirate Radio Live line joining us, Double B, Brian Bailey. Brian Bailey show on the way right after we wrap up here at 6 o'clock. BB, how you doing today, sir? Not too bad, not too bad. We got a Bud Selig All-Star Game situation going on with the spring game, Bailey. And uh, Blake Harrell, when you talked to him earlier today, did not have the final call on who won the game or if it was a tie, Holton Aylers. We talked to him at 3 o'clock. He didn't know. And they both said they wouldn't find out. I guess they got a meeting and uh, a dinner coming up uh, that's happening right now, right, Bailey, to find out who won, who tied, whatever happened on Saturday. Yeah, it was my understanding they had a dinner uh, planned for 6 o'clock and I would almost bet that uh, it's going to go down as the tie and that everybody will get steak and shrimp. But I've been wrong before, as we very well know, but I think that that's what they'll end up doing. It was a, you know, it was it was one of those, you know, spring games historically are, aren't that exciting. The defense is ahead of the offense. That's what we saw on, on Saturday. Uh, the way the scoring was, it kind of was, you know, the offense took advantage of some situations and came back and it was close at the end. Uh, and, and that last play, I don't know how you you run it to the line of scrimmage, and you, know, you should have time to get up and you know spike it and have a second or two left. But somehow clock ran out on them. But you know, it's spring football. It didn't matter. It matters on September third. Well, we talk about this during spring and during fall camp. Who's ahead? Offense, defense. You don't want one side to be too much ahead of the other. Is this the perfect scenario for a coach <laughs> Bailey to, to have a tie that tells you you got a pretty good all around football team? It probably is. I mean, I, I think Coach Houston looks around and sees all the experience he's got coming back, you know, on both sides of the football and yeah. likes what he's got with this squad. And, you know, you factor in the four home games to start the year. And, you know, and, and one of their themes, as Blake Carroll said, you know, one of their themes is, is hey, we got to go off to a good start. There's nothing like getting off to a good start and winning that first one. That's going to be uh, huge coming up against NC State to open up the 2022 football season. Brian Bailey joining us. Our Bud Light 
ECU report brought to you by Bud Light. East Carolina coming off a series win over Wichita State. Could not get the sweep. We're lucky to get a hit yesterday, Bailey, on Cameron By, who had no hits allowed through five innings. Zach Agnos finally broke the seal with a double. Uh, the Pirates get the series win. Couldn't get much going on Sunday, though. Yeah, and they're a game out of first place right now, four and two. Two teams at five and one. So a lot of baseball still to be played. And I think when you look at, at what this team is going through and what they've done, you know, done on the mound with starting pitching, and you know they're still trying to find themselves. But uh, they got the uh, game with Elon. They go back on the road in conference play this weekend. So they got a lot of road games coming up. Brian, uh, and speaking of being on the road, it seems like Mike Schwartz has been on the road quite a bit since he's taken over the ECU basketball job. We saw a lot of guys leave East Carolina through the transfer portal, and now we're starting to hear some names coming in through that transfer portal. One of those, a Tennessee uh, player who uh, left the Volunteers to join Mike Schwartz at ECU and also a Juco guard as well. So we're finally starting to see some guys coming in to replace the guys that are going out. Yeah, and the one from Tennessee, there's a lot of good things, you know, have been said about him. Uh, he's from France, and, and, you know, a lot of people are really high on him. So I think that's a good pickup for, for East Carolina, for Coach Schwartz. And, you know, he's got to get his own guys in here for the most part, and we'll see if anybody else leaves, you know, the Pirate program, you know, from that squad. But hopefully he can get the guys that he wants and he likes, and, you know, and, and we'll see how, how it rolls because I'm anxious to see how, how everything plays out with the new coach. And, Bailey, it sounds like that last assistant spot could go to someone who is very uh, in tune with what's going on internationally, and that could be a a huge resource for East Carolina if they're able to find some hidden gems that not a lot of other teams are on, or you go ahead and get an in with them early and and bring them over here uh, as a basketball player. That could be huge for East Carolina. We've had some success with those guys uh, in the past here at ECU. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing as you were saying that. I was thinking we've had some. You know, what little basketball success East Carolina has had uh, some of that has come through uh, some of the foreign players, and uh, I, uh, Gabriel Mikulets comes yeah. right off the bat. But uh, yeah, but, but we've had some some good players. Brian Bailey joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. BB, are you uh, you say every year you're going to be a better baseball fan? Have you watched any Cubs games so far this year? I quoted you the other day and, and said the same thing. I, I tell Clint Brock every year. <laughs> uh, I did watch. Uh, I watched opening day for the Cubs. They got rained out on Friday. And then I did. Uh, I listened to some on Saturday, and then watched a little bit on Sunday. So I've had a chance to watch a little bit of it. I want to watch some of the other teams. And and the way I'm looking at it now, with all the former Cubs that won the World Series in '16, playing for different teams now, yeah. I get a chance, you know, with uh, with Chris Bryant with the Rockies, and uh, you know. Rizzo, the Yankees, and so I get a chance to see some of those guys on different teams. I think that'll help, too. I was talking to Tony Dunn on Friday. In fact, I meant to ask you while you were here on Friday about the Cubs because Tony is a he's a Cubs fan because he liked watching Harry Carey, you know, growing up and, uh, and just became a fan that way. And we looked at the Cubs lineup, and he knew Jason Hayward – and I think Hap, and that was it. Like uh, he's got, I don't know what the Cubs are doing this year if they're in a rebuild mode, but they have a lineup where I have not heard of a bunch of guys. They got that new uh, foreign import that I saw hit a home run yesterday. That's supposed to be a big deal. So maybe he'll be your uh, your star. I hope so. And you're right. I look down the lineup as well. I know more Cubs from other teams than I do right. Cubs on the Cubs team. So, uh, and, and it all comes down to pitching later on, but. Uh, you know, all, all, was it, um, uh, 
spring hopes eternal or all hopes spring eternal or whatever the saying goes in the spring you can't you know in april you're still a couple games out of first place but you know the cubs are usually out of it by mid-may so i'm thinking <laughs> around for a, for a little bit longer uh just went final saw the guardians knock off the royals good uh, have you had any mess up saying i know you're going to screw up commanders and call them commodores maybe on purpose on one of your broadcasts this I, fall. I may screw up the commodores and call them commanders <laughs> that, I, hope that, I hope that's what happens uh but guardians is going to be tough for you bailey uh when you're doing highlights on uh you know weeknights <laughs> Yeah, because you know the first thing when you when you say Cleveland, you say Indians, you call them the tribe. Yeah, not the Guardians, and you call them the guide. <laughs> the guide. There you go, the guide. Uh, will you guys be out at Granger Stadium coming up Tuesday night? Yes, we will. It'll be um, opening night, and we've always the last several years made a big deal out of opening night. So we send a news crew down there for noon, and they go live at noon, and we all pile in a car and head down there, and we go live with our newscast and our sportscast at 5 and 6, and I'll obviously cover the game for, for opening night. But, yeah, it's going to be a big night at the historic Ranger Stadium, the Downey's Wood Ducks. They uh, took it on the chin this weekend, swept by the Carolina Mudcats, but they've got the Kannapolis Cannonballers coming to town. Oh, yeah. They got the uh, the logo with the guy with the mustache. They got cool hats. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Very cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> All right. Great chat with Blake Harrell. If you missed it earlier, you can check it out. Six o'clock, uh, Brian Bailey talking ECU defense with Coach Blake Harrell. And, man, what a turnaround this defense has been since he walked in the door, Bailey. It really has. And, and you know, when you get a guy like that who obviously knows what he's doing, he's turned the defense around. You know, the defense went, you know, they were, they were a liability for so long, and now they're certainly an asset. And, you know, just sitting around chatting with him, I mean, I, that, that interview could have gone three hours, I think, because he's just such a good guy and uh, fun to talk to, you know, laughs about stuff and doesn't take himself real seriously, but, you know, he knows he's got a job to do. I think he really enjoys, I think he enjoys working with Coach Houston, but he also enjoys Greenville and, you know, he just loves it here, loves Dowdy Picklin Stadium and just wants to see this program succeed and he wants to do his part. Bailey, appreciate your time today. Looking forward to uh, Brian Bailey's show coming up in about six minutes and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, man. Sounds good. Take care. BB, Brian Bailey joining us on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Let's take our final time out. We'll come back. You're ready to wrap things up here on a Monday. Have more for you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a down day on the stock market today. The Dow was down 413 points at 34,308. The NASDAQ was down 299 points at 13,411. And the S&P slipped 75 points, closed out the day at 4,412. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville, Wells Fargo Advisors LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back to the show. Here's Cliff. Alrighty, one last look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. O's with a 2-0 lead over the Brewers in the 7th inning. Orioles looking for win number 1 on the year. Rockies and Rangers tied at 1 in the 5th inning. It is the Tigers 1, Red Sox 0. 
in the fourth inning and already today cleveland has knocked off kansas city 10 to 7 my braves take on chandler's nats coming up 720 tonight blue jays and yankees i want to check that one out too coming up in the bronx tonight at 705 thanks for tuning in to pirate radio live today we'll be back with you uh with a lot more on tuesday steven Igo hoist the colors we'll do our weekly look at ecu football baseball and want to talk some hoops with Igo. get to uh know some of these new guys coming in to join mike schwartz in year one of his tenure at east carolina got that and a lot more on the way on a tuesday edition of pirate radio live for shirley Rhodes, chandler honeycutt cj schaefer I am Cliff Brock. We'll talk to you then. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.